Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Rent Wives Part 2 by Steve Still Looks Chapter 6 A warm summer day found Steve, landlord of a fairly large apartment building, in one of the units occupied by the Delanso family. As far as Francisco Delanso, the husband and father, and twenty-year-old Veronica, the daughter, knew, Steve had been called up to examine cracked crown molding in the apartment, with an eye to repair it. Repairing molding, however, was not Steve's main job in the apartment this day. His main job, the family's wife and mother Sophia, was what was in front of him now. UUF. Steve groaned as he eased his rigid shaft into Sophia's taut midsection, his track pants pushed down around his ankles. Sophia, the forty-something wife and mother of the family, was laid out on her marital bed, her legs splayed wide as her landlord pushed himself into her. Aaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaa
so lost in the thrall of inseminating the lovely Latina under him that he almost didn't care if they got caught. The last few, strong pumps that rocked Sophia's body felt like they took forever. Panicked, she looked up at Steve, imploring him with her expression to finish off and get off her. I'm, I'm right there. Steve hissed, panting away and hammering himself into the prostrate woman. The thought of Sophia's husband Francisco, or their daughter Veronica walking in, and finding Steve busting a load inside their wife and mother was too much for him. The cloying heat rose in his loins and boiled up, through his connection to the panting woman, underneath him. H-R-R-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-
You'd better get healthy enough to put a baby in me. Anna flounced down beside her husband on the couch and watched TV for a while. And one more thing. That kitchen sink is still leaking under the pipes like crazy. Get the landlord up here to fix it. She ordered Victor. She had been running around all over town doing errands and was soon napping, her long blonde hair cascading down the sofa's cushions, dreaming of a little bundle of joy that she hoped would give her life more meaning. Suddenly, Anna detected motion in front of her and she snapped awake. Her eyes slowly began to focus on an object held dangling in front of her face. Victor was standing over her, holding a small box over her head. Anna reached up to grab it, but Victor quickly moved it higher, foiling her frustrated attempt to grab it. Jesus, Victor, what the fuck are you doing? Anna snapped. How long have you been standing over me? Shit, that's creepy. What the fuck are you holding? Ah. Victor taunted his wife. Beg like a Korishi P.S., a good doggy. You get this when I say. It's another home pregnancy test, but this one is supposed to be more accurate. He went on. It costs a bit more, which is a problem, since our money is getting low, and your father won't let us in on his will. You hold a pregnancy test over my face. And want me to what beg like a dog? Anna cried. You asshole. What the fuck? I told you, next week, when I'm very fertile, you get healthy and do the job. Go for a jog or something. Neighbors could hear the couple argue on and off throughout the evening. The next day, Steve was on a stepladder, changing the fluorescent light bulbs in the entrance corridor on the main floor, and Anna, still irritated by her latest argument with Victor, slammed the door on her way in. Whoa there, Mrs. Vasileva. You might want to leave some of the door intact to help keep out the non-residents. He joked. What? Anna drawled in her Russian accent, giving Steve a puzzled look. Oh nothing, I'm just joking around. Steve smiled at her. You seem mad. Is everything okay? Is. Anna started. Is nothing. Um, that sink still leaking. You can come and fix it? And maybe, is okay if he be a little late with rent this month? Um, well, maybe, why? Times are tough? He asked her, letting his eyes roam over her slim, hourglass figure. Her pert breast stood out a bit. Her silky smooth thighs flowed up her long legs. Well, yes a little. The blonde furrowed her brow prettily. Victor is, you know, driving trucks? He will get big job week after next, the, we are saving cup for, um. Her voice dropped low. Nothing, I should not say, ah. Uh. Steve kept joking. Saving up for a mansion, huh? Man. What? Anna shrugged, unfamiliar with the jest. Ah, uh, the, we are trying for baby. Please, you not say anything. Oh, well, that's great. Steve smiled down at her. Good luck. Oh, and by the way, if money is tight, you know, there might be something I can do to help with that. Steve had been very reluctant to try to add more participants to the little club. He had going in his building. He had offered several of the prettier wives in the apartment complex a portion of their family's rent money back, in exchange for some private adult playtime with him. Some had flat refused, offended at the proposition. Others, like Sophia, had accepted and started to enjoy a session or two per week with their landlord. Steve was seeing enough women that sometimes he found that the sex was becoming a workout. However, Anna's gorgeous long hair, bright blue eyes and killer figure were teasing him now, especially with her talk of having children. Vot help? She asked with a smile. Steve descended the ladder and motioned Anna over to a side hallway, out of view and earshot of anyone who might suddenly burst into the entranceway. Well, and I don't want to make you mad or anything, so if this sounds like something you don't want, 
Please, don't worry about it, you can of course say no. He began carefully. His slightly bashful demeanor piqued Anna's curiosity. This man is a little shy, considerate of the feelings of the person he talks to, Anna thought. Not like Victor at all. Please, Steve, Anna said. You just tell me. What do you mean? Well, the landlord continued. It might be possible, if you would like a good chunk of your rent money back each month. He noticed Anna's eyes light up at the thought. She apparently liked that idea a lot. That you might, um, you know, come and see me a time or two a week, and just the two of us, you know, without your husband, we could, um, well, enjoy some playtime with each other, ah, and give each other some pleasure? Vot! Anna gasped. You van to make love. I am married woman. Of course, of course. Steve raised his hands as if warding off a bad idea. No pressure, it's just an offer. It would be, you know, just private, for us too, no one would know, ah. Anna stammered, unsure of how to take it. I know sink so, husband would kill me, and you, vat if I found Victor fucking Kazer woman? Would be bad, no. I know sink so. Anna looked aghast at Steve's suggestion. No problem, it's okay, forget I said anything. Please don't worry about it. Steve assured her, moving back to the ladder to finish his job. I'll come up and take it to that sink soon, have a good one. Half, a good one? Anna repeated and started to walk towards the elevator. Her head was swimming. What would happen if she took Steve's offer? Could she even do that with another man? She and Victor had their problems, of course, but maybe the problem was that Victor's sperm were weak? What if Steve could, and oh, she couldn't actually consider going down this path, could she? Of course not, she was no slut. How much money would Steve discount her on her rent anyway, and oh? Stop this, she told herself, tapping the elevator button for her floor. How would she organize it so that she wouldn't get caught seeing Steve? And oh, Friday afternoon came with the same summer heat that had settled around the city for the last couple of weeks. Gluerorf, glurk, 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 came the sounds from Susie Ao's throat. Ugh, God, honey, your throat feels like a set of magic hands massaging me to heaven. Steve cooed at the pretty Asian mom and wife. Susie was laid out on Steve's bed, flat on her stomach, her head cranked back far enough to be able to accept Steve's pulsing shaft being pumped hard, deep into her throat. She had dropped by this weekend to visit her daughter and her daughter's friend, newly moved into a unit on the sixth floor, and to pay the month's rent. Part of that rent was now back in Susie's purse, and Susie was enjoying the fawning attention she derived from her secret visits with Steve. For his part, Steve was standing at the side of his bed, his pants strewn all over the floor, and he was busy pumping hard, throat-fucking the beautiful, long-dark-haired, lusty woman. Susie was a sucker for the body-worship Steve was lavishing on her as he held her down by the shoulders and drove himself deep into her suctioning throat. You're God, baby. Your mouth feels like it's sending 1,000 volts of power through my cock. You're sucking the life force out of me. Ugh. You're sucking my soul out through my cock. You're. I can't control myself when you've got me in you. On it went, as Steve gyrated in front of the woman, as she gasped and smiled around his jackhammering. Finally, feeling his impending explosion, Steve pulled his hands back to hold the prostrate woman's head in place as he gave her throat a few final, powerful drives, keeping up the inane compliments for the woman on her belly. As his hot life force boiled up through his shaft, he bucked hard, and shot like a cannon deep into Susie's esophagus. As Susie struggled to swallow the heavy, slick load that Steve was pumping into her throat, she writhed on the bed as thin streams of semen leaked out of the corners of her mouth.
You are Greg. Steve gasped as his load petered out, as he jetted the last few blasts into Susie's pretty face. The sounds of struggled gulping and heavy breathing filled the room, and Steve pulled out. He sat down solidly beside the still-laid-out Susie, as she rose on all fours, gulping and gasping as Steve's load slid into her belly. Ugh, that, that was hard, but you did good. I might need a throat lozenge after that. Susie smiled up at Steve, her chin shining with his seed. Me? Lordy, honey. Steve smiled at her. You could drain Lake Erie and make North America shudder. Steve knew his compliments were silly, but they seemed to have the effect that Susie was looking for. Oh, she asked playfully, wiping her face with a tissue. And what about my face? What about my face when I'm blowing you? Oh, geez, Han, you're like an angel of God breathing life into me. Susie looked elated with Steve's response to her performance. The two dressed, and Susie moved to Steve's front door. I've got to get back up there, she said. My husband is picking the girls and me up in twenty minutes and we're going to dinner. Next time I'll have more time to get fully naked and have you fuck me proper. Maybe I'll ride you like a roller coaster, or maybe I'll have you bend me over that sofa of yours. I'll see how I feel. Five minutes later back up in the girl's apartment, Susie opened the door for her husband. Hi, honey. Susie greeted her husband. Hey there, beautiful. Her husband responded, taking Susie up in a hug and planting a deep kiss on her. Aw, mom. Dad. Jolly cried, yeah. Take it somewhere else. Gah. Mr. Shao gasped, pulling away from his wife. What have you been drinking, Bleach? Oh, no. Susie responded. That landlord just gave me a shot of this horrible European liquor he was drinking when I dropped off the rent. You know, I told him the girls just started their honors programs so he gave it to me as congratulations I suppose. He was having a glass anyway. I guess you're driving. She winked at him. The following night was Saturday, and instead of enjoying a thriving social life, Steve was tinkering under the kitchen sink in the Vasileva's unit. Victor and Anna were watching TV on their couch, while Steve installed the new drain pipe. Hey. Victor called out to Steve. You fix good. We pay enough rent here. We need good place, not shithole you sell us. What a dick, Steve thought. However, playing nice, he responded. No worries, this pipe is one of the new types. This'll last longer than the rest of the building. Victor walked into the kitchen, intending to pour himself yet another glass of whiskey while Steve was on his back under the sink. Hey, Steve asked. Can you pass me that wrench I've got on the counter? Victor picked up the wrench and held it just out of Steve's reach. Here. Victor teased, dangling the wrench as he had the pregnancy test over his wife's face. You beg like doggy, you get this when I say. Asshole has been pounding that whiskey back hard, it occurred to Steve. Victor suddenly dumped the dregs of his glass down the kitchen sink before Steve had had the chance to tighten the new pipe, and the mixture drizzled all over his chest. Fuck you, he thought. He heard Anna's voice cut in from the living room in Russian. Anna knew Steve couldn't understand her. Stop bothering him and come back. And stop drinking so much, don't forget, this is my most fertile night. Forget that whiskey and let's get ready to have some fun. Ah, I'm coming. The wasted husband drawled. He went over to keep watching the rest of whatever the couple enjoyed viewing. About twenty minutes later, Steve was just finishing up the job, when he heard a quiet crying coming from the living room. Glancing over, he saw Anna sitting up, curled over slightly and holding a tissue to her face. Victor was passed out beside her, completely unconscious, his empty whiskey glass on the small table beside him. Steve padded over quietly. Hey Anna, is everything okay? 
he whispered, sniffling. Anna looked up at him. No. Is not okay, Victor. Victor knew I stayed in tonight instead of going out to sister's house to, just to do something he and I, oh, I see, that sucks. Steve comforted her. Remembering that Anna confided to him that she and Victor were trying for a baby, it wasn't hard to guess what Anna had wanted done that night. Wow, that's too bad. Get drunk, or be with a total goddess. I know which one I'd choose. Is, Anna sniffed, is right day for me too. She trailed off. Frustration, anger, and resentment boiled over inside Anna and something snapped. She had been thinking long and hard about something. Something risky. I, she whispered up to Steve, I take your help now. Tomorrow I come and get some rent money back. But tonight I van't Ozer help you said, oh, well, um, okay, that works, Anna. Steve feasted his eyes on the beautiful blonde's tight t-shirt and short skirt. Um, would you like to come down to my apartment? No, Anna hissed. No, I stay in tonight for this man. She gestured at her comatose husband. So I stay in here. You, you come over here. Steve was shocked. Was the woman suggesting what he thought she was? Did she want to start her sessions with Steve I in the apartment, while her husband slept beside them? Um, we, we can't do this here, he gasped. Don't worry, then husband goes out drunk on this key. Nothing fakes him up for a few hours. Earthquake could happen here and he would still sleep. Anna gestured him closer. Reluctantly, Steve approached her. Anna suddenly slipped to her knees on the carpet in front of him and traced her hands up his thighs. Looking up at Steve's face, she gently slipped Steve's track pants and underwear down to his knees, freeing his slightly awake shaft. Steve, very concerned about Victor, looked over at the man, but he was motionless, breathing deeply and softly snoring. Suddenly, Steve felt a hot wetness engulf his hardening pole and snapped his gaze down to Anna, who had sucked him into her mouth. Still looking up at Steve, she began to rhythmically bob her head up and down, coating Steve with slick saliva and firing the tender nerve endings around the head of his cock. O.M. Steve softly moaned, tracing his own fingers around the delicate features of Anna's face and ears, bringing his hands around to collect her long, swaying hair and ran his hands through it. One hand came to rest carefully on the top of her head, following the bobbing movements as Anna increased her suction to prepare the man for his task. T-H-H-H-H-K-K-K-K 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 Anna's focused sucking was pulling enough blood into Steve's shaft that it became completely engorged, feeling like a diamond baseball bat. Yeah. He groaned. Who, honey? He whispered to the beauty on the floor. I'm gonna, you know, come in your mouth in a few minutes. This feels amazing. Anna popped off Steve with a start. No! She hissed vehemently. Not, not in mouth. You come, you come here, you sit on sofa here. She whispered, indicating the now empty spot where she had been sitting. Are you crazy? Steve asked her. Right beside him. No way. Shouldn't we at least go into another room or something? You stop. He, he will not wake up. She urged. She grabbed Steve by his shirt and pulled a little, turning him around and softly pushed him down to a seated position. Victor snored away half a yard from him. This can't be happening right here, Steve fretted. Anna pulled her t-shirt over her head and it dropped to the sofa seat beside Steve, on the opposite side as her slumbering husband. She hadn't been wearing a bra, and her firm breasts jiggled as they were released from their casing. Keeping her short skirt on, she shimmied her lacy white panties down her supple thighs then down her calves, and neatly stepped out of them.
Hurriedly scooping her panties up, she tossed them onto her t-shirt. Steve, marveling at the gorgeous woman's pert breasts, now inches from his face, actually winced when she placed a knee beside his hip, followed by the other knee on his other side. Anna now straddled Steve's lap, facing him, and she placed the palms of her hands on his chest. V, V will be quiet, Anna soothed him. Sofa is hard, but he'll, he'll feel the movement, or hear the sound. Steve mouthed almost silently. I tell you, Anna smiled. Then he is drunk he does not wake up. She almost shouted the word not, and Steve looked over at her husband in horror. Sure enough, he was still oblivious to what was happening beside him. Anna reached down with her right hand and found Steve's softening pole. It had lost a bit of its steam with the fright. Anna sked smiled and started to rub the head of Steve's shaft along the moist crease between her thighs, under her skirt. Steve noticed her trim belly and forgot all about Victor for the time being. He briefly flipped up part of Anna's skirt to admire her shaved, flat lower abdomen and the snug lips that gently held the tip of his member. The hot sensation of being so close to the Russian goddess caused Steve's cock to flare up again, and it began to reach for the woman's honeyed cleft. Anna, looking over at Victor as if to say, Watch this, asshole, rose up on her knees, balancing herself on Steve's shoulder with her left hand, and used her right hand to prop Steve's pole into position. At the apex of her lift, Anna nestled Steve's tip in the warm folds of her softest places, and then, moving both hands to Steve's shoulders, slowly lowered herself down his length. A humid heat engulfed Steve as he felt like he was being pulled into the woman's body, heart, and soul. Anna leaned her head back and whimpered a cute little, um, as she slowly slid down, savoring the feeling of Steve's girth opening her folds and pushing the sensitive surfaces of her insides further and further apart. She gave a little shudder when she had fully alighted on Steve's thighs. With Steve buried to the hilt in Anna's body, the pair both glanced at Victor, still unmoving beside them, and then slowly, Anna began to move. She avoided powerful rising and dropping motions to mute the feeling of their movements through the sofa cushions. Instead, she slowly undulated her hips, twisting them forwards and then scooping them back. The movements began to massage Steve's rock-hard pole and caused it to be gently pulled forward and back. Each time Anna slid forward, he felt himself probe deep and hard into the woman's depths and when she scooped back, he could feel the sensitive ridges of his tip's head scrape the soft folds of Anna's insides, giving causing her to keep shuddering as she rode him. Her forearms rested on his shoulders, and Steve slowly repeated running his fingers up her muscular, bare back, under her arms and then around her hardening breasts. Anna gave up soft coos and murmurs to Steve's touches, the touches both inside her body and out, and began gently arching her back into the rhythm of her undulations. As she arched her back, Steve couldn't help but to take a sharp, solid nipple gently into his mouth, teasing it with his warm tongue, drawing circles around the heaving woman's dark arrow. Taking his time switching from breast to breast caused Anna to start thrashing her head from side to side. She was biting off gasps as her long, blonde hair started to swish around behind her. The pair often cast apprehensive glances at Victor, but he still seemed oblivious and deep in the throes of a drunken slumber. Oh God, she's so good. Steve agonized. What the hell do I do if this lout snorts himself awake? Maybe I'll have to push her off me and try to make like we weren't fucking somehow. Maybe I'll have to say I just took advantage of her, and it was a mistake? Yeah, right. He'd shoot me. I, I can't stop this though. Shit, she feels so good. If he woke up I might just keep on fucking her. Steve's hardness was hitting an extremely sensitive spot deep inside Anna. Instead of shying away from it, Anna, going into a heat, instead sought it out 
grinding her hips so that Steve's tip repeatedly rammed across that spot. Each time she pushed her hips forward, an electric jolt lanced through her body, and her breath began to catch. She started to gasp helplessly as her undulating dance became faster and faster. Steve was worried that Anna's harsher twisting would wake her husband, even if she didn't seem to be concerned about it. Each time Anna tilted her hips forward, Steve would try to scoot his butt back into the sofa a little, to lessen the impact their hips were making. Anna, frustrated at the lessening of her coveted electric jolts, sked again and grabbed Steve's head with both hands while she rode him, forcing him to stare into her eyes. He no wake up! She hissed quietly, pumping herself into him with increasing ardor. Steve resigned himself to his death and massaged Anna's taut, hourglass waist as she writhed on top of him. He started to probe deeper into her on her uptakes, jamming himself far up into her belly with each poke. Again, Anna's head lolled back and her eyes clenched shut, both her gasping and her undulating suddenly becoming shorter, staccato nudges. The pitch of her quiet moans grew higher, and Steve, having enough experience at this by now, realized what that meant. Holy shit, she's gonna go, he thought frantically. She's gonna go off like a banshee and wake up her fucking husband. He's gonna see me buried to the hilt and his wife. What the fuck do I do? As Anna began to quiver uncontrollably on Steve's lap, his hand dropped to his side and came to rest on the woman's panties. Quickly grabbing them, he reached up and stuffed them right into Anna's panting, gasping mouth. Her eyes snapped open, but it seemed that she was taken by surprise at the suddenness and intensity of her own orgasm as it cascaded through her body. Her thin eyebrows rose high in surprise, and she seemed afraid for the first time that she might haul her release and finally wake Victor up. With Anna now desperately pumping into him, Steve gently clutched at her chin, closing Anna's mouth around her wadded panties. As bits of white lace hung out of her clenched teeth, Steve felt Anna's body begin to shiver and shake uncontrollably. Her teeth clenched and her head reared back. Anna rode out her explosive orgasm with Steve holding her mouth shut with one hand and clenching at her waist with the other. The rocking woman quaked and shuddered, biting off her scream into her panties, her teeth clenching the soft fabric, which absorbed most of the wailing as the electricity coursed along her body's nervous system. Her head shook from side to side and a few tears ran down the sides of her face. The hot gush of her juices ran across Steve's thighs as the lovely woman stopped her bucking to grind herself down on him. Victor softly snored beside them. Gradually, finally, her uncontrolled, jerky writhing slowed, and she collapsed forward onto Steve, wrapping her arms around his neck and sniffing deeply to get air into her lungs around the underwear still clenched in her teeth. Dear Lord, that was the hardest I've ever seen a woman come, Steve thought, giving Victor another worried glance. Despite having another man just peek his wife over right beside him, he still softly snored. Slowly, Anna reached up to extract her panties from her mouth. Uff. She moaned. I come heart. She sat up and felt Steve's hardness inside her. He was still at full mast, and she realized that he had not given up his coveted seed into her yet. Slowly, Anna rose up off of Steve, planted her feet on the ground and rolled up to a standing position. She arched her back and stretched her arms above her head like a satisfied feline, one more aftershock of a shiver running through her. Steve sat there again feasting his eyes on her topless body, unsure of what to do, and glanced at the woman's sleeping husband. Anna pulled Steve to a standing position by his hands. Steve thought he couldn't be any more shocked by what they had done so close to Victor. He was wrong. Anna took a quiet step to the side and ended up standing right in front of her husband. Slowly, Gently, she placed her hands on the sofa, 
one on either side of Victor's thighs, her face a mere two feet from Victor's, and bend over low, arching her back and presenting her ass. Steve's mouth dropped open. Anna glanced at him, and, with a sly grin, gestured with her head for him to get behind her. Steve shook his head at her. Anna, frustrated, playfully glared at him and gritted her teeth for a moment to urge him on. Is she fucking serious? Steve thought. Oh boy, okay, I'm going to die tonight. Steve stepped over to take position behind the pretty Russian, and reverently brushed his fingertips down her narrow waist and over her tight ass. God, she's hot. He positioned his shaft to again invade his tenant's wife, and slowly pushed himself inside her again. As he moved deeper into her, she clutched at the sofa cushions on either side of Victor's legs, and exhaled the quiet. Hoof. Bent over, Anna felt snug and tight around Steve's cock. She angled her upper body downwards and looked directly into Victor's face. Steve latched onto her, one hand on a tight hip and the other on a firm shoulder, and began to pump strongly into her. Since their combined weight was no longer on the sofa, sinking into the cushions, Victor wouldn't feel them fucking, Steve deduced. Only Anna's hands were on the sofa, leaning her upper body's weight on the cushions, but Steve felt better railing the woman from this position, despite the fact that they were actually closer to Victor now. As Steve increased the pace of his thrusting, Anna's face was pushed back and forth into Victor's face, separated by only a foot of space. The landlord made sure to keep checking Victor closely as he lanced into the man's wife dividing his gaze between Anna's husband and her tight, pert ass as it bounced off Steve's thighs. If Victor started to move, Steve would quickly pull out and hike up his track pants. As she was being taken and claimed, Anna remembered the pregnancy test Victor had held above her sleepy face. You, woof, woof, you beg like a doggy now? She thought dot as for Steve's memory, he recalled Victor teasing him with his wrench a mere hour ago, and Victor dumping his drink on Steve through the leaky sink. Who's... Who's begging for a doggy bone now, asshole, he thought. Who's gonna get a soaking of liquid all up inside them? Enjoy, enjoy raising my kid. The hot, soaking feeling of Anna's tight tunnel grasping the sensitive areas of Steve's shaft caused him to explore deeply her inner folds. He held her upper body down at the small of her back and shoulder and lurched harder into her. Probing as far into her as he could, slap came the sound of Steve's hips bouncing off Anna's ass as he rammed her deep. Yuff. Anna softly moaned in response. Soft slap, slap slap sounds filled the room as Steve powerfully drove himself again and again into the blonde, her muted. Uff uff uff. Panting accompanying her hands squeezing the sofa cushions on each side of her passed out husband's thighs. Anna had little choice but to hold on for the ride as her upper body rocked back and forth, her long blonde hair swaying below her head and threatening to brush her husband's lap, her face repeatedly pushed back and forth inches away from her husband's losing himself in the motions, in the tight, slick hotness gripping his shaft, and in the sexy tight blonde body bent over for him. Steve reached up with one hand to grab a fistful of Anna's long blonde tresses, his other hand pulling her hip. He gently pulled back on Anna's hair, thrusting yet harder, causing Anna's head to rear up and threaten to hit her husband's forehead with her chin. Huff, hhhfff, hhhhfff. She quietly hissed. What kind of... What kind of kid would you like? I'll try my best. Steve jokingly whispered, still afraid of the shitstorm that would follow if Victor woke up and found his wife being skewered above him. On, quiet. You just come in me. I, I just vant baby. Anna hissed back. Anna started bucking back hard into Steve, seeking to finish him off quickly and collect the bounty of semen she was after. She didn't count on Steve's size, however, and jamming her hips back into her landlord resulted in the feeling, deep in her belly, 
of being penetrated hard, and she gasped in surprise as she felt Steve pushing her insides apart in ways she wasn't used to. Hulahawa! She quietly panted, then bucked back hard again. And again. For Steve's part, he was happy to clutch the beautiful blonde zipan hair, pulling her harder onto his probing shaft and exploring the depths of her insides. He prodded far into the woman with scooping thrusts, each push gently lifting Anna's hips and back up, before they dropped back down with Steve's withdrawals. Losing himself in the quiet but forceful pumping, Steve could feel Anna's soft, warm and slick ripples of flesh with his sensitive shaft head. He could feel the pooling moisture at the end of her tunnel, his tip dipping into it as it kissed the folds of her cervix. He could feel the heat rise in his loins and knew that he was losing control of his biology. The molten life boiled up almost angrily inside him, collecting itself to be fired forth on its mission. As the daring woman softly gasped to his thrusting, he pulled back on her hip and hair to help compensate for the gigantic buck with which he shoved into her, lurching her forward and launching him into the clenching cadence of emptying his seed into her rocking body. Steve peaked hard, but bit down on his orgasmic grunt to stifle the sound as he erupted seed from the deepest reaches of his loins and jetted forth into the prone woman he clutched in front of him. A hot, wet infusion suddenly bloomed strongly in Anna's belly as a thick, heavy bar of semen filled her insides, running upwards into her body, following the pull of gravity as the woman again angled her upper body down, her head lower than her hips. As he was coupling with the supine victor's wife, Steve shoved himself so hard into the hot Russian letting loose everything he had, that Anna was thrust forward, almost colliding with her unconscious husband's face. Anna's nose stopped mere inches away from Victor's and she quietly gasped, as Steve pumped hard and then pulled back on the man's wife, causing her long blonde hair to again rock and sway over her husband's lap. Steve's molten seed started seeping into her nooks and crannies. Un! Steve gently moaned, pushing back on Anna's ass to extract himself from the heavily seated woman. He felt completely emptied, satisfied, and tired. Suddenly he remembered the drunk husband. Looking over, Victor gave a quiet grunt, shimmied a bit, and rested again, maintaining his deep breathing, oblivious to the fact that his wife had just been inseminated atop him. Steve quickly hiked his pants back up, looking himself over to make sure nothing about his appearance at this point could give away how he had just taken the married woman. Oh God, honey, you drained me, Steve whispered, feeling lighter after releasing the heavy load into the Russian bell. Steve noticed the thin, white semen trail that was running down Anna's leg. Anna quickly flipped her skirt down and thrust her arms and head through her t-shirt, then carefully lay on her back on the sofa beside her unconscious husband. She drew her knees up to her chest and wrapped her arms around her legs. Two, to help with baby. She whispered. Oh, I'm right. Steve stammered in a whisper. What if, what if you get pregnant and the baby doesn't look like Victor? Anna simply shrugged. You have brown hair. He has brown hair. No problem. In couple hours I slap him a vake and bring him to bedroom, and I have sex with him there. He gets how do you call it sloppy seconds. No problem. He <laughs> he. Steve chuckled. I'm impressed you know that expression. Anna rolled her eyes at him. Maybe I have baby after today, maybe not. But still I come to see you each week. She smiled. And remember, I come tomorrow to get some rent money. Still is my fertile time, maybe, maybe tomorrow I stay with you for another, fun time for a half hour, and next week Victor is AV driving trucks. You, you come here few times. Okay, honey, take care. Steve grinned at her and went to gather his tools and leave. Half, half good fun.
Anna whispered to him as she lay on her back and breathed deeply. Respectful comments and feedback welcome. I'd appreciate any ideas or themes you'd like to see. Chapter 7 Triple A! Maddie gasped, her long red hair fanned out on the floor. Maddie was curled back on Steve's family room carpet, her shoulders resting on the soft rug. Her hips were high up in the air as if she was doing bicycle exercises. While she was getting a workout, she was not doing the bicycle exercise. Her elbows rested behind her on the carpet, supporting her hands, which in turn were supporting her back as her legs spread wide in the splits, hovering in the air to either side of her rocking body. You're off, holy, holy shit, her landlord Steve grunted, lowering his hips to connect his crotch to hers. Steve was standing, crouched over Maddie's curled-up body, his hard shaft dipping downwards between her soft coral folds bordered by her ginger-colored pubic hair. Steve rose and fell on the woman's hips, each drop plunging his rigid member deep into the slick envelope of Maddie's sex. M. I've, I've never done this in this position. Holy shit, you're sexy. Narrow waist is making me so hard. My cock wants to pull you right up in the air. Steve kept dropping his thrusts hard into the supine redhead. The upward pressure of Steve's shaft head pushed it back and forth against Maddie's G-spot, rhythmically massaging it to the point where the quivering woman felt like it was glowing inside her. As the shuddering quaking erupted in the married mother's upside-down midsection, she clutched her waist with her hands, her dangling, split legs seizing up like stone as the waves of release coursed through her body. She wailed out her surrender as Steve enjoyed an eyeful of the shivering woman beneath him. h ha ha Maddie yelled so loud that Steve wondered whether the tenants in the unit above him could hear. He didn't care, though, as the thought of pumping another thick load into the foxy redhead, the vision of her curled, naked body slithering underneath his rising and falling hips, and the feeling of the intense hot moisture that had just gushed around his throbbing cock sent him into his own overdrive. The hot liquid life rose up in his own midsection and shot forth, causing Steve to lose sight of everything but seating the moaning woman's body as he dropped his cock into her sopping depths. You unwernin! Steve came hard into Maddie's helpless frame. The downward angle of his cock, and the fact that the adulteress's hips were pointed upwards to the ceiling— turning her vagina up like a cup to collect semen, meant that Steve's slick, heavy load immediately dropped deep into the panting redhead and slithered into the recesses of her folds. Buh honey, that was amazing. You, you pulled the life out of me. Steve huffed, feeling his balls tingle with lightness. He rose from the spread-eagled woman, his deflating member slipping free, and gave her a hand up to a standing position. And your pose there, holy shit, I didn't know you were so flexible. You were comfortable like that? Yeah, I, I was a dancer growing up, Maddie murmured. I still work out, and my daughter is taking it up now, too. The splits always came easy for me. Ha, well, they made me come easy for you. Steve joked. Don't. Maddie frowned cutely. Don't joke about it. I'm not a cheater. In fact, I'm not used to being, you know, taken so often, like twice a week. I'm getting sore, you know. The pair lazily began pulling their clothes on. Maddie slipping a wadded tissue in her panties to catch any of the trickling payload of her landlord's semen that might leave a telltale mark on her clothes. Oh shit, honey, I'm sorry, Steve said. I don't want you to be all sore. What about mixing it up a little with our sessions so you take me, you know, with your mouth more often? At least, next time you're on your, um, monthly cycle? Well, as to that, Maddie murmured quietly, looking down shyly. It turns out I, am um, won't be, ah, uh, menstruating for a while now. Steve processed that comment for a moment. You mean? He gasped. Well, of course. Maddie almost snapped at him, 
tossing her long red hair. You can figure this out. You've been putting load after load of your semen into me without using condoms for the past, like, few months. It was only a matter of time. Well, um, it might be your husband's. Steve asked hopefully. Please. Maddie scoffed. Derek and I barely fuck. There's too much stress. I've already climbed on him twice as soon as I found out I'm pregnant. It's not usual. He'll get suspicious. I'm, I'm not a cheater. She whispered softly. I think that train has left the station. Honey, Steve thought, you're packing my bun in your oven. When I tell him I've got a baby in me, he'll probably get more stressed. Let me tell you, if he ever finds out it was you who knocked me up, there will be blood in here. Maddie looked at him balefully. Plus, I don't know if we can afford another child. Do you know how expensive these things are? There's not much point coming here for sessions with you to save some money on my rent if I have to spend even more on baby things. What are we going to do? Okay, okay. Steve reassured her. Well, first thing is to make sure you're okay and everyone is healthy. We can figure something out about the money. And maybe I can try to up the rent discount or something. I will definitely make sure you've got everything you need, honey. Okay. Maddie said, eyes downcast. Derek is getting a little promotion, I think, so maybe it will work out. Maddie left to scoot up to her family's apartment unit. The next day, Steve saw Anna Vasileva down the hall at the mailroom door. The woman looked a little frantic and waved him over. As Steve approached the blonde Russian beauty, Anna held up a hand with her first two fingers raised in a V. He <laughs> he. Steve chuckled, returning the gesture to her. Victory, eh, honey? London survived the blitz again, Miss Churchill? He joked. Anna, glaring at Steve, shook her head frantically and said, No joke. Is two. Um, two. Steve said, not catching on. You want to drop by for a session at two o'clock? Steve remembered that Dean, Mary's husband, had gone for a couple of days with their son to his hometown, and he had a session scheduled with the heavily pregnant Mary this afternoon, up in their apartment. Sessions with her were hard. She seemed to like deriding Steve and blaming him for her choices to have him fill her up a time or two a week. She certainly didn't complain about getting some rent money back from him, though. I not mean the fuck. Anna looked exasperated. Two. You do job too well. You put two babies in me. What the? Steve shouted, then abruptly shut up, looking around to make sure no one was in earshot. You mean, you mean you've got twins? Twins, duh. Anna nodded. Today I go to doctor to have, how you call it. She struggled for the words. Undersound? Um, ultra, ultrasound? Steve asked, shaking his head. Does that? Anna said, resigned. Well, they're not, um, actually doctors. Steve started, struggling about how to proceed. That? Anna cut him off. That we do? Victor and me need big monies for this. Two babies. My phaser put us in his will now maybe, but he has maybe few years left. That we do? Okay, okay, honey, don't worry. We'll figure this out. Steve soothed her. I'll help maybe we, we half more, how you say, sessions? Anna asked him. I come to you every day then Victor goes to job. Maybe more rent money back. Whoa. Steve stopped her. He certainly loved inseminating the group of pretty wives that he was seeing in the building, but he didn't want to go exclusive with only one of them. If he bent Anna over every day behind Victor's back, he'd have little strength left to fill up Veronica, or Maddie, or Amrita. Um, every day might be a bit much, Han. Maybe there are other ways to, um, you know, get some money? Anna suddenly pulled away from him. Duh, I know. And I know. I will not prostitute myself to your friends.
I will not be a whore for whatever mans you van to come and fuck me. Whoa, wait. Steve urged. Zats, that's not what I was going to say at all. No way. That's not even on the table, honey. Don't ever mention it. Zen vat? She asked. Let, let me think about it for a bit, okay. I've already got one, um, maintenance job filled in here at the building. Steve said, thinking about 20-year-old, pregnant Veronica Delonso. But there'll be something, oh, okay. Anna said, mollified. You, you come up to apartment tonight? Victor is out with friends drinking. Anna suggested. Um, sure, honey, sure. Steve agreed, not wanting to get the upset woman any more agitated. He'd have to plant a load in Mary today, then scoot up to Anna and put a dose in her this evening. And pull more money out of the safe box to bring to both women. Shit, was he going to keep being able to afford all the women? It was about 9 p.m. when Steve staggered out of the Vasileva's apartment, a few ounces lighter than he entered it. God, he thought to himself, she's totally hot, but that took forever. I think I emptied myself too much into Mary this afternoon. Shit, I need a beer in my sofa. Just then, slinky Veronica Delonso swayed by, her own baby belly pushing up from her cut-off top. There you are, daddy! Veronica gushed, clutching his arm. Wait, whoa! Steve urged her, pulling out of her grasp and looking up and down the empty hallway. Are you crazy? What if your mother or father was walking by? We'd be killed. And what do you mean, daddy? Don't you know? Veronica asked with a teasing grin. Daddy is what girls my age call their boyfriends or lovers. Especially if they're older. She smiled impishly, looking Steve up and down. Oh, okay. Just not where anyone can hear, okay? He implored the young woman. Don't worry, my parents are out this evening, first time in months. The girl rolled her eyes. But come on. We're going back to your unit and having a session. I need some money, quick. Whoa. Steve gasped. Now. There was no way he had the energy, or stores of semen left, to do the sexy young lady tonight. Serena and I were at the mall, and I saw this killer pair of shoes. Veronica oozed. I need them. Come on, I'm out of money and I need them. Let's rip one off, you can give me a rent discount, and then I'm going back to the mall first thing tomorrow. Oh, honey, I would absolutely love that. Steve told her. But I, I can't tonight. I'm completely done in. I'm wiped out. I'd be lying there helpless. Veronica looked him up and down again shrewdly. She planted the palm of one hand on his chest and pushed him up against the corridor's wall. You've been fucking your other women, haven't you? She asked with a wink. You're lucky I'm not jealous. Who was it? Was it that Indian lady with the loud husband? That redhead I set you up with? Ah. Steve shrugged. Something like that. He didn't want to piss off the young Latina. He felt like he was walking a fine line with her sometimes. How about? He started. I give you an advance? He took out his wallet. How much do you need? Go get those shoes tomorrow, and then maybe you can model them for me tomorrow afternoon in my bedroom. Just the shoes, nothing else. Oh, daddy. Veronica cooed. You're getting sassy in your old age, I love it. She snatched the bills from Steve and stood on her tiptoes to plant a deep kiss on him. Steve returned the kiss quickly. Glancing again up and down the halls. As the young woman swayed away, Steve shook his head. Fuck, he thought. I'm starting to bleed money. I can't keep this up. The women will lose their shit if I try to lower the amount of their rent discounts. I need a way to make some more cash, but what? Would Paul or Mike like a crack at Anna after all? Wait, what the fuck am I thinking? 
No way. Maybe I'll ask the building corporation to raise rent a little? His troubled thoughts followed him to an uneasy sleep that night. The next day, Steve was doing some work in the building's mail room. He heard a quiet rumbling in the hallway and stuck his head out of the mail room door. A very tired, but slim and pretty, South Asian woman was swaying by an asari, pushing a little baby carriage towards the building's front door. Amrita! Steve gasped. You've had your baby! Oh my god, congratulations, honey! That's great! Steve smiled, while giving a quick look around to make sure the lovely woman's asshole of a husband wasn't around to hear Steve's pet name for the man's wife. Amrita stopped to chat with Steve, smiling down at the little bundle in the carriage. Oh, Steve, there you are. Yes, baby come four days ago. That is why, I don't come for sessions so far this week. I just knocked at your door to tell you, but you are here. And here is our little secret. The woman smiled down at the baby. He is strong. Nine pounds and healthy. And I need, I need to stop sessions for a little while. Amrita whispered. Body needs to recover from having baby. Maybe I can start again in month and a half or so. I don't want to end sessions. She smiled slyly as her many bangles rattled on her arm. Sometimes having a little fun in your place is only thing that makes day good, knowing I have secret from Ravi. I get it, Han. Steve smiled back. I love having you over. I hope the month and a half goes quick. I guess you're not getting much sleep? No, not much sleep. Amrita shook her head tiredly. Husband is no help with baby, all my work. I hope neighbors do not complain. Baby cries loud every two or three hours at night. I get up to feed. She blushed prettily, gently rubbing an enlarged breast through her sari. She dropped her voice to a low purr. I think your family has loud voices. Baby is louder than my other kids. Oh, well, uh... Steve stammered. I guess I can yell loudly when I want to. Like when I'm about to, you know, go off inside you. He flirted. Okay, okay. Amrita grinned. I cannot have session now. Do not get me all excited. In month and a bit I knock on your door, when husband is at work. I need to keep up session with you, family, and I need more rent money back. Baby is lots of money. Maybe I can start session sooner if I, ah, uh, use just my, my mouth. Would that be, ah, uh, okay? Um, yeah. Steve replied. The money problem, same as with Maddie and Anna. I, I could try to, um, get more money back to you somehow. Maybe I could offer you and Ravi. And oh, Amrita cut him off, saying nothing to husband. He gets suspicious and then we are in big trouble. We go on like before, is good, easy to hide. Nothing else to risk husband finding out this little man here. She indicated the baby. Is yours. The next night around 11 p.m., Steve was tossing a bag of garbage down the disposal chute in the front hall with the building's front doors opened and closed with a bang, admitting Susie Zhao's daughter, Jiaoli and her friend and roommate Samantha. The two were dressed to kill, in slutty, tight short dresses and stiletto heels, leaning on each other as they walked in. They had apparently had liberal quantities of alcohol. Jiaoli was frowning, mumbling something that sounded profane, and Samantha was evidently doing her best to cheer her friend up. Hey girls! Steve greeted them. Was he supposed to call them, ladies? They were twenty-one or something. Early night for a clubbing session. You cause fights or something? He joked. Samantha looked over at him and said, Oh my god, Steve, can you help me with her? Steve walked over to the pair and Samantha pushed Jiali onto Steve's shoulder, freeing her own. I think she's had a lot to drink. Samantha grinned, staggering after being relieved of her friend's weight. 
Looks like you both have. Steve laughed. Samantha was wearing a slinky, tight black dress that hugged her curves, and her long brown hair swung loose around her shoulders. Jiaoli wore a strapless gray silver dress with matching heels. Her dress also tightly gripped her thin, lithe curves stopping about halfway down her supple thighs, which undulated down to her rounded calves before slipping into her high heels. Her long, dark ponytail swung down her back. We were, um, with a couple of guys, Samantha explained. We were going to go back to their places, but, uh, the guy Jiaoli was with Mark, fucking asshole. Jiaoli cut in. Yeah, Samantha continued. Anyway, he was sort of pushing himself on her in our ride share. He was kind of touching her, ah, uh, inappropriately. Our ride share is still out front, so she told him to fuck off. Good for her, Steve said. Good for you, he told Jiali. Take me, take me upstairs, Jiali mumbled. Be but Sam. You go. Ryan was hot, and he wasn't an asshole. You go, have fun, are you sure? Samantha said, a look of consternation on her face. I don't want to, like, abandon you or something. What about you? I'm going up to bed. Seriously, Sam, you go, all right? Samantha responded reluctantly. You'll make sure she gets up there to the apartment? She asked Steve. On it, Steve said. Okay, young lady, you're coming this way, to the elevator. Jiali waved cheekily at Sam as the brunette slunk back out to the ride share. Go, girl! Jiali shouted at her. Ride that boy like you mean it! Steve led the inebriated girl to the elevator. Steve unlocked Jiali's apartment and brought her to her sofa, setting her down gently. Okay, missy, Steve said in a mock-stern voice. Get some rest and forget about assholes. W wait. Jiali reached a hand up to him. Not yet. I need some, some advice. I had a plan for tonight, and it got all fucked up. What plan? Steve grinned at her. Well, I was making out with him in the ride chair. Jiali murmured. And I told him, you know, I'd never done this before. You mean, you're a virgin? Steve asked. Jiali snapped her head up and glared at Steve. So? So nothing, that's great. That jerk doesn't deserve you, anyway. Jiali continued. I had this plan that I really wanted to do tonight. Mark is in my art history class, you know, and he's fucking hot. Just didn't realize he was an asshole. Anyway, I wanted to, kind of, rip up my V-card. And you know, be a woman. I wanted to enjoy an adult relationship, starting tonight. Well, a man probably isn't the one to tell you this, but having sex doesn't make you a woman. Steve consoled her. And I probably sound like your father or something, but it's better to wait and you know. Jiali looked up with a cute frown and lay back on the sofa, slinking her supple thighs together. That's not the point. I wanted to get laid and damn it, I'm fucking twenty-one. I've waited long enough. Tonight if I did it with Mark... It would probably be too much of a build-up anyway. Too much pressure. What I really need is... She trailed off, looking at Steve. Is... Steve prompted the young woman. Something more laid back and relaxed, you know. Low-key, no big deal. Jiali eyed Steve up and down. Oh, Steve thought. That's the same look Veronica gave me in the hall. Plus, Jiali said softly. There's this rumor in the building, see, about you. Some people say you've been a naughty landlord participating in some extracurricular activities with some of the married women in the building for some rent discounts. What? Steve almost shouted. Who said that? I need names, Missy. There could be, um, trouble. That's not the point. Jiali scoffed. 
The point is, I'm fucking 21. I want to punch my V-card. I want some experience to get good at it so I can fuck the socks off a guy when I want to. The point is, you have experience and are a laid-back, low-key, safe option for what I want. She trailed off. Haha. <laughs> Steve raised his hands, warding off the idea. No way, Jolly. No way. We can't start that. Besides, a woman like you could walk into any bar in the city and have a bunch of guys slobbering all over themselves to come home with you. I don't want some slobbering drunk asshole from a bar. Probably all diseased up. Jolly scoffed. You, you don't have any diseases, do you? Nope, I'm clean. But that's not the point. This can't happen, honey. Things are complicated. He said. Like how I'm planting seed in your mother every weekend. Oh, no. No complications. This will work. She sounded more convinced as the spoke. Only, I don't need or want a rent discount. Would it interest you if, what I think I need is, you know, a coach. A mentor. Like, a sex consultant to show me things. Yes, that's it. I'll hire you to be my sexual consultant. Are you crazy? Steve shook his head. Think about what you're saying. Oh, this will work. Jiali nodded. Look, I know that when I moved in, my parents weren't convinced if we could afford this apartment. The truth is, I've uh, put away quite a nice amount of money and I'm getting a scholarship and things. I've got money. That's IT. I'm hiring you as my adult activities consultant. Jiali smiled at Steve like a satisfied cat and moved to crawl off the sofa towards him. Plus, Steve kept shaking his head. You've been drinking, and I refuse to take advantage of a drunk woman, so ha there, otherwise I would, but you know, drunk. Well then, Jiali purred quietly. I guess it's a done deal. Agreed. She extended her hand towards Steve's. The landlord, thinking that was the end of it, shook the young beauty's hand with gusto. Done. Jiali smiled. Where do we start? On the sofa? On my bed? Buit. Steve stammered. I'm not actually drunk. Jiali said. Sam got us these shitty whiskey mixed things and I've been nursing mine all night. I had maybe a third of it before I left it on some table. I wanted to be fully aware when I fucked Mark for my first time. So, you just said you would otherwise. You promised. She slunk over to Steve and pressed her hands on his shoulders, seeming to take control of the man. I, I didn't really promise. Steve stuttered at a loss. Bullshit. The determined young lady teased. A deal is a deal. Now, for consultancy services rendered, I'm prepared to offer. She whispered an amount in Steve's ear. PR session? Steve said. You want to pay me that per session? Sure. Jolly said. I'm not a big shopper or anything. I can spend my money where I want. And I want. Experience and skill. Steve's head swam. This doesn't make sense, he thought. She wants to pay me to have sex? I normally pay the women. That money could go a long way towards being part of the solution with Anna, Amrita and Maddie's money situations though. Shit, can I risk it? Just like with Veronica, I'm also fucking Jiali's mother. This is getting dangerous. I'll take your silence as a yes. Jiali grinned sexily. She assertively pushed Steve back down the short hallway to her bedroom door and opened it, then backed him up to the double bed in the middle of the room. Backed up against the bed, Jiali pressed his shoulders so he sat on the bed, still looking polaxed. So, she cooed. My lessons start now. I've never done any of this. I want to know what guys like, you know, how to make them totally lose their shit. I've seen some porn movies, but they're so stupid.
Do guys really like all that super fake moaning? Uh, and no, not me anyway, Steve said. With her choice of topics, the girl was skillfully leading Steve to a place where he was going along with her. So, she continued, I should start out by getting a guy hard, right, like with Oral? Jiaoli undid Steve's belt and jeans and forcefully yanked them down, so Steve barely had to pop his hips up to help her. Now that she had Steve naked from the waist down, the pretty Asian slid his knees apart and eyed her target. Shit, are you, like, average-sized or large or something? She smiled. Uh, a average, I guess, he replied. Jiali carefully lifted Steve's shaft with her right hand and gazed at it, as if figuring out a puzzle. Okay, foreskin check, head check, balls check, what's the best way to start, you know, getting you rock hard? Uff, well this talk is helping, Steve said as his member rose to partial attention, as Jiali gently rubbed it up and down. I guess, I guess start by licking and when you're ready, gently sucking on it. But honey, I don't want you to do anything you don't t-t-t-t-t shit. His voice ramped up as the girl ran her hot tongue up the underside of his cock like she was licking ice cream, and suddenly sucked it into her mouth, where the insides of her cheeks clamped down on the head. A slurp sound reverberated through the room as Jiali inhaled powerfully. Steve reared his head back and gasped, and Jiali lifted her head off Steve with a mild popping sound. Too strong? she asked. Huff, and maybe a bit, Steve whispered. Go slow, honey, it's extremely sensitive. Imagine if I was sucking on your clitoris, it would make you hurt if I just dove in there like a rabid dog. Go, go slow and gentle, hmm. The girl smiled, excited to try this for the first time. It tastes a little salty, was that your, you know, pre-cum or whatever? Steve nodded and Jiali bent down to her task. Okay, going slow and gentle, thanks. And with that, a hot wetness engulfed Steve once more. M. Oh, honey, that's better, he murmured. Now, if you want to drive a guy nuts, gently bob your head and use your tongue and the insides of your cheeks to massage the head. Huh, oh, yeah, like that. Steve's hands rested lightly on the sides of Jiali's head as she slowly bobbed, breathing heavily through her nose. He ran his hands through her long, dark ponytail and gathered her hair up, moving his fingers to softly stroke her head. Hmm. Jiali popped off again. That feels good when you do that. Yeah, gentle-like, like I'm giving you head but you're also stroking me, like a good little kitty. She laughed and gave Steve a flirty look. Lots of guys go crazy if you make eye contact while you're giving them good head too. He directed. As he finished speaking, Jiali slowly took the head of Steve's shaft with her tongue and looking him deeply in the eyes pulled her tongue, with Steve's shaft on it, into the hot recesses of her mouth and with a little MMFFFF. Began her gentle bobbing, all the while looking straight into Steve's eyes. Oh, honey, you're going to make me, uh, go off in your mouth. Mmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmm
and the head goes into your throat. If you're not used to that, you'll gag and vomit or something. Just. Uff, yeah, just work on the tip for now. Xiaoli undulated her head at the neck, pulling Steve's member into her face and slurping up her accumulating spit, while gazing at his eyes. Xiaoli's bright green eyes opened wide and sparkled as Steve's shaft started to throb and grow more rigid, as it prepared to deliver its load into the young woman's hard-working mouth. Oh god, I'm, I'm gonna go, honey. Steve gasped. If, if you feel a guy tense up like this, Han, you can, uh, you can use more force to drive him over the edge. And the determined girl complied, pumping her head with increasing abandon while staring into his eyes, seeking out the reward of having Steve give himself up to her ministrations. Hot semen bubbled up deep inside Steve as Jolly sucked away on him. Now, Steve frantically directed, hum with your mouth and make some vibrations with your throat to really make him huff. Suddenly a deep, mmm, sound filled the room as Jolly moaned into Steve's turgid pole. The vibrations, coupled with the girl's frantically bobbing head, hot saliva running down her chin, and her bright green eyes reaching into the depths of Steve's skull pulled him over the edge. H-H-H-A-R-R-R. He yelled into the room, as a great mass of slick seed shot forth and filled the young woman's virgin mouth. Steve's hips gave a little leap as he pumped a heavy load into Jiali's expanding cheeks, and he gently held her head as he emptied himself into her skull. For her part, Jiali was expecting the hot load, and closed off her throat as Steve began unloading into her face. The girl moaned through lips closed tightly around the cock lodged in her mouth. As Steve lay back on Jiali's bed with a gasp, spent for now, Jiali. M. slipped her face off Steve's cock and rose up, mouth closed, to lie beside Steve. Their heads inches apart, she audibly swallowed with a great gulping sound. Gaha! she finished. Oh, honey, that was great. You did great. Steve complimented her. Oh, I, I don't know if I like the taste. Jiali said thoughtfully. It's really salty, but a bit, I don't know, bleachy too. I suppose I could get used to it. That really drives a guy batshit crazy, right? When a girl swallows his load? Oh, yeah, very much, Steve said. It's like the ultimate act of acceptance. If you take a guy's seed down your throat to digest it and make it part of your body. There are also lots of positions to do oral in, you know, it mixes it up a bit. The two lay there for a while, talking about positions suited for giving head. Eventually, the girl looked at Steve and said, Okay, well, are you ready again? I still have this fucking V-card that needs punching. Oh, honey, that, that was probably good for one night, right? Steve asked her, trying to get away from the deal. He supposedly promised her. Besides, what about birth control? I don't have any condoms with me and I doubt you're on the pill or anything. What? No way. Jiali insisted, not fooled. You promised. Okay, I can now say I've given head, but that's not the same thing. I want to experience, you know, the real deal. Besides, I've got a shiny new diaphragm, so no worries, okay. Jiali reached down to carefully clutch Steve's shaft again, and softly stroke it to life. I know how to make this faster. She whispered. She moved down to hover over Steve's hips and again placed his cock in her mouth, practicing her bobbing technique with suction, and presently, Steve's shaft stood rigid again and Jolly popped off it. Now, the girl cooed, let's finally do this. She quickly slipped out of her slutty dress to show a tight-fitting, black lacy panties and bra set. She deftly doffed the lingerie and crawled over her landlord, playfully teasing his member with her long fingernails. Okay, what? 
What position is best to, you know, how do guys say it? Pop my cherry? Ah, uh, listen, Jiali, we really don't have to. I don't want you to be hurt. God, will you shut up? Jiali scolded. We agreed. I agreed. You agreed. I want this experience, and I feel good and safe doing it with you, here in my own apartment, rather than with some asshole who's just using me for sex or something, okay? Well, it might hurt, so maybe something where you can control what you're doing? Steve suggested. What about a cowgirl position? Oh, that's riding you, right? Jiali smiled. She straddled Steve's torso and placed her hands on his chest for balance. What now? She asked, again piercing his gaze with her bright green eyes. Ah, well, first, move your body down a bit. You need to be a bit lower. Oh, yeah, that's it, Steve said encouragingly. Jiali slid down on Steve's body coquettishly and smiled at her impending defloration. She rose up a bit on her thighs. Okay, honey, you could take me with one hand, Steve murmured as Jiali obediently lifted his shaft with her right hand and placed my tip right at the hole of your you-know sweet spot. Steve's tip came to rest snugly in the tight folds of Jiali's slit. Anticipation had caused it to become soaking wet, and Steve could feel the liquid warmth of her wetness at the tip of his shaft. Okay, honey, only if you want you could, you know, lower yourself slowly on me, go at your own pace, it might hurt a bit. Steve droned on in a monotone to reassure the girl. Jiali's eyes closed tightly as her body dropped slightly. Steve started to slip into the coed's tight folds, and she gasped, her mouth hanging open, and she shifted her weight to more firmly rest on her hands, still pressed to Steve's chest. Em, it, it hurts a little, she said, halted over Steve, a modest inch of him stuck in the young woman. Just do what you want to, okay? Steve reminded her. Stop any time you want. His own thoughts were chaos. He started that day wondering if there would be a new problem raised by one of the women he was seeing, but he never thought that the day would end with him about to deflower a university co-ed. Hey, hey, hey. She moaned, pushing herself down a little farther on Steve. Her hips trembled, her eyes still clenched shut. Slowly, slowly, she dropped down on Steve's slick, rigid shaft. Her breath came in quick huffs, expelled through tightly clenched teeth. Oh, you're really tight, Han. Go easy, go easy. Steve soothed. The girl's hot tightness seemed to make his cock reach further into her on its own volition, trying to stretch up to open the woman up. Huff, 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 hey, it, it hurts a bit. Jolly grated. Just stop whenever you want, okay? Steve murmured. No, no, ha, way. She snarled. I'm fucking doing this, hey, oh, right now. And with a growl through her gritted teeth, the young woman forced herself down the rest of the way on Steve her hips and butt slapping into his thighs, coming to rest hard on her landlord's lap, forcing Steve to bottom out completely, deep into the woman's gripping folds. Ayo! Jiali cried. Bleh! Steve groaned, his tip feeling its way hard up in the woman's midsection. His hands rested gently on the youth's hourglass waist, softly rubbing her belly. Are you okay, Han? Yeah, yeah. Jiali panted, holding herself still. Her bright green eyes opened and looked down at Steve, beaming her smile at him. I, I did it. Oh my god, I did it. I'm, I'm not a virgin anymore. Even if we were to stop now, I'm not a virgin. Just give me, a minute. Oh, huff, it, hurts a little. Honey, you take it easy. Just hold still while you get used to it. Don't go farther than you want. Steve implored the girl. You, you want to just relax and let your body, you know, accommodate me. Steve started to gently run his hands up Jiali's front, smoothly cupping the outsides of her pert, 
small breasts. Just get used to, feeling good here, and it should get better, M. Jolly purred. That helps, yeah, keep doing that. You want to get a guy to not grab at your breasts like a caveman, okay? Get him to, M. Softly trace his fingertips around the outsides like this. Then, slowly move into your areolas, like this. And then gently use the palms of his hands to just lightly trace around on them, like this. As Steve followed suit and executed each step he told the young woman perched atop him, she closed her eyes and lolled her head from side to side, her long ponytail swaying like a pendulum. Little electric jolts started to zap through Jia Li's chest under Steve's gentle rubs. Em, yes, that's nice. The young woman arched her back in response. Soon, Steve could feel added warm wetness run down the crevasses that joined their bodies, and Jia Li's moans reached a higher pitch. Mmm. Triple A, I... I want to move around on you. She hissed. She made good on her words, juking her hips side to side at first, and a bit back and forth, as if she were seeking different angles for stimulation. Mm, yeah, honey, that's good. Steve said. Just go slow, and you can make sure I'm hitting the right spot in you. You can control the pace like this. The girl started to ride Steve, raising herself up on her thighs and dropping herself down onto him over and over. Ah, this, this is how I ride you. She smiled hopefully. Well, uff, you can, you can go up and down like that. And I'll tell ya, a lot of guys like that, it, oh, it stimulates us pretty directly. You gotta be careful though, you know. Cocks can actually break if you come down hard and force it to bend, honey. Oh my god! Jolly gasped. That's terrible! She stopped her dropping motions. How do I, you know, do it better? Well, Steve instructed. Instead of just rising and falling, try just writhing your hips forward and back, like you're grinding on me without lifting yourself high off me. That's it. Scoop going forward and pull your hips going backward. M.M. Yes. Jiali followed Steve's instructions closely. Her trim belly flexed as she glided forward and back on Steve, pulling his sensitive member deep into her coral folds. Oh, I like this way better. The young woman cooed. It's less strenuous. I can... MMFFF, save more energy like this. I can, hiya, make you rub my G-spot like this. The two relaxed into a calm, sensual pace, Jiali riding her landlord and savoring the feeling of his rock-hard shaft digging deep into places she had never reached. The solid pole was teasing at nerves that had yet to be awakened, and the pretty Asian gasped at the rising warm feeling spreading out from her belly. As the two puffed away in their cadence, Jiali smiled down at Steve. Yeah, a nice breast massage totally made me feel more into this, M. But if my parents ever find out about this. Her thin eyebrows climbed her forehead. My dad will calmly rip my arms off and throttle you with them. My mother. The young woman continued. We'll be pissed, huff. Well, Steve grasped a lithe hourglass waist rolling over him. We'll just have to make sure that doesn't happen. After a few more minutes, Jiali grinned down at the man underneath her and said, If... If I'm getting a little tired, what else can we do? Steve stopped her motions and, with pressure from his hands, led the girl to lift herself off him. I'll show you doggy style, Han. It's good for, ha, showing off your hot ass. Uh Uh-huh, Jiali murmured. I'm in, or I guess you're in, ha. She assumed a position she thought would be right, on all fours like she was about to crawl across the bed. Actually, honey, try it like this. Steve urged her. If you want to drive a guy to heat, lower your head and shoulders, right? Spread your knees out a bit more, yeah. And you know, you can just relax a bit like this, but hold your body firm enough to maintain the position. Jiaoli buried her face in the bedsheets, 
her thin arms bent so she could clutch her pillows, and her pert ass way up atop her bent knees. Steve held her down gently with one hand between her shoulder blades and the other gripping a taut hip. He lined his shaft up with her wet sweet spot once more, and slowly plunged into the young woman under him. Her recent deflowering caused her to gasp in a mild amount of pain. I'll go gentle here, Han. He promised. He ground slowly but deeply into the prone coed and began a scooping-pumping motion, probing far into her depths. I know she was a virgin, but holy shit, I can't believe how tight she is. Her tunnel is gripping my cock like a fist. Heuff, huff, huff, huff. You'll drive guys wild with this position when they feel like they want to, you know, take you, like an huff, 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 animal. It's very, yuff, primal. Ha, H-A-A. Jolly panted, her body swaying with Steve's powerful thrusting. It, it, triple A, triple A, feels good, triple A, a a like your, hoof, hoof, really deep. It can be, uff, sensual, if the guy just grips your hips. Steve held the woman's hips and gently pumped into her. Or, uff, uff, it can be a slutty taking, uff, if you get him to hold you down. Steve slid a hand up to Jiali's neck and gripped the back of her neck, holding her down and increasing the pace of his thrusting. Oh, oof, oof. The girl panted under Steve's powerful thrusting. Yee, yeah, I'm getting taken, huff, like an animal. Also, Steve taught. You can tell him to softly brush your clitoris if he, mmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmm
An explosion of wetness ran down her thighs as her quaking body felt like it was being reduced to a pile of jelly. Oahu. She trailed off as the first orgasm caused by another person washed through her. Her upper body crumpled into the mattress and Steve slowed his pace, gently rubbing the spent girl's back. Oh God, I, I need that shit every day. She sighed. Realizing the girl didn't have much energy left, Steve led her into one more position. Okay, Han, here's the old standard, okay? Missionary. Steve said quietly and tenderly rolled the girl over onto her back. A sweaty Jiali smiled up at him and gamely spread her legs. Em, yeah, give it to me this way. She breathed, opening her arms wide to accommodate her first lover's body. Steve carefully climbed on the young woman and aimed his shaft once more at Jiali's soaked cleft. Supporting his own weight, he slipped slowly into her and bottomed out, beginning a soothing pumping. After a few minutes, Steve felt his own electricity begin to rise as Jiali lolled this way and that, clearly enjoying the more restful pose. The guy can go super deep in you like this. Steve panted. Uff, 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 and huff, slash when he comes, he'll fire it really deep in you like this. Uff. Jiali gasped. Ah, uff, I like it, ah, it's like I'm just huff, huff. Lying here getting slash, uff, rail, mmffff. Steve thrust himself deeply into the young woman, stretching his cock to reach the deep folds of Jia Li's insides. And the girl huffed. It's good to, uff, uff, feel the weight of a man on top of you. Uh, clasp. Steve grated. Grasp your legs around my waist and hoof. Lock your ankles together behind me, uff, uff. Jiali complied, gripping her landlord's trunk with her supple thighs and interlocking her ankles above his hips as the man continued his relentless pumping into the young woman. Oh, I've, I've got you tight like this. Jiali moaned. Huff, this is good, uf uf uf, for when you want to show the guy that you want him to bury himself deep in you and take you. The pair writhed in smiling silence for a few minutes until Steve said, Where, where do you want me to come? I can, ha, anoint your belly, your breasts? It's a bit messy on your face, but some guys like that, you know? It's like, uff, uff, marking the woman with the man's seed uff. In huff, inside me, it's uff, it's okay, the diaphragm, remember? For my, uff, first time, I want to feel, feel what it's like to have the guy, uff, shoot it inside me. Huh, okay, huh, here, here it see comes. Steve grunted out as he madly railed the lithe girl underneath him. That's huh, hot too taking the guy's, huh, semen inside you, or down your throat. It, huff, means your body absorbs it, and huff, turns it into your body, huff. Oh, jolly purred. That's fucking hot. I turn the guy's fucking seed into my body. I, oof, absorb it like I'm the fucking queen. I gasp. I love it. How, how do I drive him fucking crazy like this? G-grab all around his, huff, body when he, comes. Steve wheezed, building up his pumping to a crescendo. With, with your arms and legs. And with that, Jiali felt the impending tension lash out through Steve's body. She tightly clamped down on her heaving landlord with her arms and legs, seizing Steve in a vice-like grip as his body reached deep to offer up everything he had into the writhing young woman beneath him. Her arms snaked around his neck and hugged hard, while her interlocked calves clamped down in a vice-like grip on his hips, pulling him deeper into her and bracing her body against his to helplessly ride out the storm of his peak. H-h-h-h-h-r-r-n-n-n-n-n-n-n-n-n. Steve yelled through clenched teeth as he surrendered a gushing bounty of semen far up into the quaking girl. Steve's heavy payload thundered deep into the young woman as he thrust forward hard, putting his whole body into it. 
As Steve's body curled into his orgasm, Jia Li's body moved along with his. The woman had wrapped herself around him like saran wrap, to accept everything from Steve, his movements, his energy, and his cargo of seed. Ahahia! Jia Li cooed, her lips inches away from Steve's ear. Her hot breath tingled in Steve's ear as she gasped through Steve's final thrusts, as the feeling of liquid heat coalesced in her belly and burst throughout her midsection. Oh God, that, that feels fucking amazing. She petered out. Mmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmm
You're my sexual consultant. Saturdays, from now on, the girl insisted. What the fuck have I gotten myself into? Saturdays? Great, those are bookend by Fridays and Sundays, when I pump my seed into your mother, kiddo. Steve thought. Be but, Steve stammered. Won't your roommate, what's her name, Samantha, get suspicious? Oh, don't worry about her. Jolly smiled. She's the biggest horned dog. Right now she's getting plowed by that guy Ryan. Trust me, she won't snitch. Well, Steve thought. The money, the money would come in really handy. For Anna and Maddie, shit. I'm going to start inseminating Jolly every week, aren't I? He asked himself. He already knew the answer. The two sat talking on the sofa for a little while after their tryst. As Steve gathered himself to leave, Jiali reached up to grab him by the arm. Steve! Hi, I had a really good time punching my V-card. Thanks, thanks for making it special and being really gentle. I appreciate it so much, I can't wait until next time. She smiled. Steve smiled back and said, You're the one who's special. Get some rest, okay, Han? Steve left Jiali's apartment feeling very conflicted. Respectful comments and feedback welcome. I'd appreciate any ideas or themes you'd like to see. Chapter 8 Steve, the apartment building landlord to about 70 families, was enjoying a warm afternoon on his sofa watching a football game when his ground floor flat's doorbell rang. After opening the door, his face lit up with a coy grin. Oh, Amrita, hi! Steve smiled at the beautiful Indian wife and mother. Her tightly wrapped sari climbed up the hourglass curves of her light body, while her bouncy dark ponytail swung down from high on her head. Hello, Mr. Steve, the demure woman murmured to her family's landlord, casting her eyes downwards in a shy glance. I am sent with family's rent money here for you, she said, a smile spreading across her face. Um, yes, yes you are, Ms. Amrita, Steve responded playfully seeing the roll of bills clutched in the hand of the woman's bangle-clad right arm. Steve took the roll, then took Amrita's hand, leading her into the apartment as the door closed behind them. Well then, Ms. Amrita, we'd better make sure the money is all here, and you know, conduct our business arrangement. Steve grinned. Oh yes, Mr. Steve. Amrita cooed, swaying over to Steve's sofa. She was no stranger to seeing Steve for their business arrangement, a time or two per week. I have trip to shopping mall with sister in half hour. Just enough time to, to pay rent arrangement. Ten minutes later, Amrita was cooing for a different reason. Ugh, oh, Mr. Steve, I, I like it when you push hard like that. The now-naked beautiful Indian wife whispered up at the man who had her bent over on her hands and knees on the sofa. One of the tiny glitches in the scenario was that Amrita was not Steve's wife, but Ravi's. Uff. Ravi and Amrita's apartment landlord groaned as he pumped his rigid member deep into the hot, wet folds of the married mother's sex. Steve continued to pant lustily as he heaved back and forth atop the woman, his nerves afire as they undulated against the ripples of pliant flesh inside the moaning woman beneath him. He laid his left hand on the dark woman's taut, supple back, and with his right, he clutched her hip, to stabilize her body against the thrashing that he was laying into the female's hips. Repeated thrusts caused the pretty wife's long, ponytail-bound dark hair to sway violently back and forth, her dark skin emitting a sheen of sweat as her colorful sari lay in a pile on Steve's floor. Oh, ay 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 hi hi yeah. Amrita squealed. I, I like it when you take me like this, Mr. Steve. I like making the love with you so much, so much more than with husband. Hell, well, I guess your cute little ass is mine now. Steve joked, pushing himself deeply over and over again into the gorgeous, 
prone woman under him. And your, your baby is doing well, uff. Amrita gasped as her body swayed in time with the pumping rhythm. Well, uff, uff, uff. Steve groaned. Well, maybe you need another one, rrr, oh, aha. The adulteress moaned. Well, maybe I do. Maybe little Sange needs a full brother or sister. She smiled slyly. A as the mating couple continued to thrash on the sofa. Suddenly Amrita's cell phone tweedled. Barely slowing down the undulations of their bodies, Steve watched as Amrita impatiently swiped the screen of her phone, which was lying on the sofa under her swaying breasts. She looked back at her quietly panting landlord. You, uff, you be quiet, bad boy Mr. Steve. She whispered conspiratorially. Ah, he, hello? Ah, pura, hi. Amrita greeted her sister. Amrita carried on a brief but strained conversation with her sister as Steve continued quietly rutting her from behind. Ah, uf, pura, ravi and my rent was due today. She huffed into her phone. I'm, uff, I'm just getting a deposit from my landlord, huff, 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 silly. Pura laughed, her voice coming across Amrita's phone clearly enough so that Steve could hear it. You mean you are leaving a deposit with your landlord? Ah, uff, 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 why yes, you're, uf, you're right, Pura, I'll, uf, I'll meet you at mall in twenty minutes. I need some baby things and you know, maybe some nice things for me. As Steve probed deeply into Ravi's wife, he felt the telltale electricity begin to boil up in his loins. The heaving, hourglass form crouching under him was accepting him into the deepest recesses of her body, and combined with her gasps, swishing ponytail and warm wetness sucking at his shaft, his nervous system took over to seize and seed the demure female. He pushed Amrita down by the back of her neck into the sofa pillows and his liquid life surged up in him as he bucked hard forward, pushing even deeper into the slippery wet folds of Amrita's envelope. He did his best to bite off the involuntary groan of his climax as he emptied himself into the smooth body below. He grated as he erupted hard into the prostrate woman slithering in his grasp. He thrust forward to lance his seed so powerfully into the woman, her shoulders slid up the sofa threatening to bury her face completely in one of the pillows against the arm of the furniture. Steve's hips contacted, then pushed hard against Amrita's pert ass, as a heavy pulse of hot semen gushed up into the married woman's midsection, the throbbing of Steve's member combined with the feeling of warmth blooming in her belly to suddenly and unexpectedly bring Amrita's own climax slamming home. Ahaha! The shivering wife and mother tried too late to bite off, as she screamed her release into her cell phone. Amrita! Steve could hear the freshly inseminated woman's sister yell worriedly into her own phone. What happened? Are you all right? Aha. Amrita trailed, one hand clapping to her head as her landlord cautiously pulled out of her, leaving her to wilt into the soft cushions of the sofa. Why yes, all right. She murmured. This sorry, this sorry too hard to tie on right. I am wrapped like a mummy. I must redo it. Sister, you are expert at tying sorry. Remember when we were girls, you showed me how to do it better. Why yes, I remember. This one, cloth is too soft. It tangles. I get my other one and see you at mall in twenty minutes. Okay, see you soon. Pura confirmed, and ended the call. Oh, Mr. Steve, you are bad man. Amrita twisted her smiling face around to gaze up at him as she wilted over on her side, a slow dollop of liquid white running down her thigh. You maybe make us get caught sometime. Ah, well, milady, Steve joked, helping the flushed woman up to a standing position. You're so beautiful, with your swaying thin body, you made me lose control there. Uh-huh. Amrita frowned, clearly pretending to be shocked, 
as a warm trickle of white seeds slowly inched down her leg. You will put another baby in me, Mr. Steve. Steve handed her a tissue, and as Amrita wiped the telltale sign of her adultery off her, he ran a hand slowly over her taut, flat belly. Well, I guess your cute little ass is mine, he joked again. What do you think? Maybe I should keep seating your hot little body behind your husband's back. He unfolded the roll of bills Amrita had brought him to cover her family's rent. He peeled a few of the larger bills off and slipped them into the pretty wife's hand. And this is for my shopping trip, Mr. Steve. Amrita smiled a pretty smile at her sated landlord. Enjoy your shopping trip, Ms. Amrita. Steve winked out Ravi's wife lit up even more at the teasing and flashed her landlord a radiant grin. And after, I go up home to husband and kids, and, and your baby. She whispered playfully at him point five minutes later. She sashayed out of his apartment in her hourglass frame hugging Sari, a few ounces heavier than when she had entered. Aside from the several clandestine arrangements Steve was enjoying on a weekly basis with a small harem of women in the apartment building, most of them married, his duties were also full of boring, monotonous tasks. The next afternoon, after a quick session with the Russian blonde wife Anna, impregnated with twins courtesy of Steve, he found himself ringing the doorbell of a couple on the fifth floor named Carlo and Fatima. Carlo was a tough-looking, swarthy brick of a man. His wife Fatima opened the door only a crack and peeked out. Even through the crack, Steve could see Fatima's long, frizzy black hair dangled to her waist, her large dark eyes weighing him as they peered through long lashes. A compelling smell of spices seemed to waft out of the apartment and surround Steve, enveloping him like a warm hug. Ah, hi, Fatima, right? You and Carlo called because of a light switch that won't work? Steve asked. Um, okay, wait, please, Fatima said quietly and turned her head to look back over her shoulder. Steve heard her whisper something frantically. Finally, Fatima glanced at him before saying quietly, Um, not a good time now for coming in. You wait, I, I come out there. And with that, she slipped the door open only enough to squeeze her lied body through it and out into the hall. The door had to open a little wider than she probably would have liked to accommodate the large, pendulous breasts that were currently encased in a tight white t-shirt. A glittery, elegant skirt followed her long and supple legs to the floor. She had pretty sandals on her feet, and her frizzy hair was pulled back and held in place by a glittery, golden-colored hair band. Ah, that's, that's a nice ensemble, Steve said, breaking the ice that seemed to surround the woman's demeanor. Ensemble? She cocked her head sideways and looked at him, a puzzled expression on her face. Shit, you doofus, Steve thought to himself. I don't think she's been in the country very long. Be direct. Um, your nice outfit. He offered. Oh, thank you. This is for the dancing classes I give at Persian Center down the street. Um, husband is with some, how is it said, business clients right now, trying to get bonus. Not good for you to come in, oh, um. Steve ventured. Could he do it? Could he ask this pretty princess of a wife if she might like to set up a similar arrangement as some of the other wives in the building had, for some rent money back? She was certainly stunning enough. Exotic and sensual. Steve had no desire to mess with her husband, though. He looked like a thug. Um, he continued. Do you maybe need extra money? Because, ah. Steve had no idea why the woman's piercing gaze had captured him and seemed to hold him against his will. Wow, she's actually really hot, he thought. Hmm, always. Fatima smirked. But I'm sorry, I don't think I can do your, how is it said, your rent program? She asked, flashing him a wink. What? Steve almost yelled. How do you, ah? 
I mean, I'm not really sure what you... He faltered. Suddenly the door was pulled open and Carlo's angry face appeared behind his wife. Okay, Fatima. He growled. We're done. Get in here and help make sure we have all the merchandise collected up. As Carlo finished speaking and his wife obediently dashed back into the unit, another man pushed his way out the door, almost bumping into Steve. He pulled his cap low over his face and looked down, as if to hide his features. In his hand he carried a small briefcase. Well I can, uh, take a look at that light if you want, Steve offered to Carlo. Since he was the landlord, Steve walked right on in through the now open door. What he saw stopped him in his tracks. Steve noticed the third man, clearly not a member of Carlo and Fatima's family, sitting at the small table that Steve had stopped just in front of. Arrayed on the table before the swarthy man was a series of small packages wrapped in transparent plastic. An amount of white, powdery substance was visible in each package. Oh! Steve exclaimed loudly, immediately understanding that what he was seeing was likely highly illegal. Oops, sorry I was all he could get out as he lurched backwards, away from the edge of the table. Unfortunately for Steve, his foot had caught the table leg and jolted the table. The swarthy man glared up at him as one of the packages flipped off the table and hit the floor. It broke open and the powdery substance made a small cloud, hovering over the floor, as the contents of the package spread out in a white fan by Steve's foot. Oh my god, I'm sorry, I... Steve stammered. Hey! Carlo yelled from behind Steve. Get the fuck out of my apartment. And you're a dead man if I find out you're talking about what you see here. This here is my sugar business. See that asshole? My high quality, special import sugar business. Oh, right, um, very good. Sorry, you guys. Steve stated in a rush, backing back towards the front door. Carlo and the swarthy man glared daggers at him before rushing to carefully sweep up that sugar from the floor. As Steve backed up, he felt too firm rounded globes bump into his back. He whirled around to find that he had bumped into Fatima and her ample chest. As he glanced at her with wide eyes, he saw her staring at him with a measuring gaze, a small smile playing across her face. She seemed to be looking into his soul. I, uh, I'll just be going, Steve said to the alluring dark beauty. I've got, uh, things to do. Yes, yes, I know you have all kinds of things to do. Fatima winked at him again as he staggered out of their apartment. The door was hastily closed behind him. As Steve hurriedly made his way back to his own apartment, Carlo glared up at his wife. You know I'm going to have to kill him now, right? He growled. Whoa, whoa, wait. The swarthy man responded to Carlo. No icing folks now, not without real need anyway. Don Armando will not want the attention of a police investigation anywhere near our business arrangement. Let me. Fatima began shyly to her husband. Let me handle landlord. I'll convince him he did not see anything here. No one will talk. How the fuck you gonna do that? Carlo asked his wife. You'd better let him know I've got a bullet with his name on it if any of this gets out. Fine. Fatima agreed, lowering her gaze in submission. I'll make it so he never talks and no police will come. You'd better. Carlo grunted at her. So then, Mr. Vitelli, are you ready for our little initiation? If you're going to be a long-term business associate, you have to bear the mark. Is this, uh, necessary? The swarthy man asked, looking a little green. Carlo had fished out a device that resembled a screwdriver, but at its tip was a metallic design fashioned from razor-sharp blades. I'm afraid so. Carlo murmured. In our little, business family, we need to be able to prove to other, associates, that we are who we are, 
All fucking right then, let's get it over with. Vitelli snarled. The two men rolled up their left sleeves and extended their arms so that they were parallel to each other. Carlo held the blade over his own arm first. Before a major purchase, I always mark our new associate. Don't I, Fatima? Carlo looked at his wife. Hmm. The smoky beauty purred. I've tried to make sure Fatima here understands how important this part is. Carlo smiled at Vitelli. Sometimes she picks up a shipment for me. She knows to leave the asshole alone if he doesn't bear the mark, arc. Vitelli squealed as Carlo jabbed the sharp metal implement down into the man's arm, leaving behind a trickle of blood, as well as a telltale physical mark on his skin. Shit, that hurt. Very sorry. But again necessary to seal our deal. Carlo groaned as he jabbed the implement into his own arm in turn. After Vitelli had left with his own briefcase full, Carlo looked daggers at his wife. You'd better make fucking sure that landlord keeps his gob shut. Otherwise, you won't get any more of your, what the fuck do you call them? Powder dreams? He, he won't talk. Fatima murmured cowed point two days later, Steve was walking through the front lobby of the building past the mailroom. Suddenly, a supple arm lanced out from around the corner to the mailroom and grabbed his shirt. The thin arm pulled at Steve, and rather than having his shirt tear, he slipped into the narrow mail nook. He was face to face with Fatima. Again, her considerable chest was barely held in check by a tight t-shirt, this time a black one, but lacy, sheer, baggy pants cascaded down her toned legs to her sandals. Oh, uh, Fatima. Um, hi. Steve began. S-H-H-H-H. Fatima cut him off. Listen to me. You need to do exactly as I say, or, or bad things happen, whoa. Steve replied. If this is about the other day, you don't need to worry. Carlo doesn't need to worry. I didn't see anything. It is too late for that. Fatima bit off, again gazing deep into Steve's eyes as if she was investigating the inside of his brain. We need to talk. I need you to, to forget what you saw in our apartment. No problem. Steve started. Quiet. Fatima ordered. That is not good to be enough. Um, this must be a more formal agreement. And I, I need some money for myself. And I need you to not talk about husband and my apartment. I told you, I don't have any intention of. Steve tried to get in. I tell you, that is not good to be enough. Fatima insisted. Now we need deal. We need business arrangement. Um, this, this is, I hear you be fucking some of the wives in our building. I see a few pregnant bellies walking around. I don't want to get involved with this kind of thing. Steve implored. Too late, you should not seen what you saw. She implored. Now, now I protect you, but you must protect me too. You keep everything quiet, and give me some of rent money back each month, and I make sure husband knows nothing about anything you see, and, and I keep coming to see you a time or two per week. She trailed off, a long nailed index finger tracing a tickling line down Steve's chest. And no, wah, wait. Steve said. Stop. If, if I, um, have sex with you, then our deal is sealed. Fatima purred into her landlord's ear. This is like shaking the hands on a deal, only, better, and, no, I don't think the, uh, rent agreement is a good idea here. Steve implored. Maybe, maybe we need to get you out of there and somewhere safe. Look, Mr. Knight in armor. Fatima purred. I appreciate that. I appreciate that lots. But get me right. I do. Not. Need. Your exit plan. I need. I need powder dream. 
It is escape from things. The powder dream and, and my belly dancing. They are escapes. The sensual woman went on. And maybe, maybe I had third kind of escape. Say, twice in a week? She hinted with a wink. I get some rent money and some escape time. You get protection from my husband's associates and, and some escape time with me. Call it what you want. What you want call it hush fucking? But, Steve stuttered. Won't your, uh, Carlo kill me if he finds out? Husband kill both of us. Fatima whispered. But too late for not having our business arrangement. You come, you come up to apartment day after tomorrow, three o'clock. Fatima stared intently, capturing Steve's gaze again with her large, luminous eyes. Husband is out on business deal. You come to apartment. We have deal to make. After Steve nodded weakly, Fatima let his shirt go, smiled coyly at him, and swayed out of the mailroom. As Steve left the mailroom to go back to his unit, a small family passed by him in the hallway. Dean led the way, followed by his gorgeous blonde wife, Mary. Mary's fatigue showed through her beauty, as she pushed a baby buggy with a murmuring infant inside. Steve knew exactly how Mary had come by that child. Hey, Dean, Mary! Steve greeted them. Steve! Dean said flatly, plodding past him. As Mary pushed the carriage by Steve, she glared at him and said under her breath, You'd better not say anything. What the hell does she think I'm going to do, Steve thought. Tell her husband that I'm the one that planted that kid and his wife. No worries. Steve reassured her, seeing that Dean had moved out of earshot. Do you want to end our rent arrangement? No. Mary growled at him. No, she said a little more politely. I'll still need some money. I just need a few weeks to, you know, recover a little. Steve smiled at the high-tempered woman and returned to his unit, leaving Mary to tend to his daughter. The next day, Steve was in the middle of an attempt to gain some control back in his life. The focus of this attempt was a naked twenty-year-old Veronica Delanzo, who was bent over Steve's kitchen table with her baby belly swaying beneath her. Her fingers squeezed the edges of the table in a rhythm as her landlord and employer slowly pushed into and out of her from behind. Ay, poppy am. The youthful beauty cooed as her hips lifted up and down with the powerful thrusting. You need to feed your baby mommy, the minx joked, panting away. Her long, dark hair flipped as she looked back at Steve and grinned, who was holding her naked hips and sawing into her with increasing speed. Baby needs poppy's man juice to feed it, she teased. Other than her growing belly, Veronica's body retained its slim, toned shape, and her lithe curves were beginning to send Steve over the edge. Huff, huff, huff. Steve panted into the impregnated young woman. If you need some huff, huff, juice, I've got your huff, huff, dose right here. After another minute of burying himself deeply into the young woman, he felt his hips and balls quiver. The cloying, wet heat of Veronica's sex was tugging at the nerves on Steve's manhood alternating between a moist suction and a slithery, wet friction. Ha ha yeah! Veronica began to yell, her own peak arriving. As the hot semen started to pulse up in Steve, he grabbed the lied beauty's hips tightly to his crotch and yelled with his release. Hurrigink! He loudly groaned, impaling the supine woman's belly with a hot bar of seed. Hurrigink! He yelled, pushing hard into the sweating form in his grasp. The table lurched forward as Veronica gasped helplessly her legs trembling and her high heels clicking on the linoleum floor as she quivered through her own orgasm. As Steve pumped into the pretty woman, then seized hard and still, a bar of warm, white life erupted into her midsection and Steve dosed the writhing woman with a heavy pulse of semen. 
After Steve had inseminated the girl yet again, he helped her up to a standing position. She swayed, holding on to the table with one hand, the other clutching Steve's shoulder for support. Aye, Poppy, she said softly. Maybe we better change to lying down all the time now. I don't think I can stay up on my feet for this. Steve wrapped his hot, young baby mother in his arms. Well, I guess your cute little ass is mine now. That's a great idea, though, honey. Next time, I want you on your back, with these sexy little high heels up on my shoulders. How about that, babe? M. Aside. Veronica trailed off, smiling. Steve reached into his wallet and pulled out several large bills. Smiling, he pushed them into Veronica's sweaty palm. Oh, Poppy, Veronica said teasingly. Is this my family's rent discount? Oh, I need to go to the mall. Well, actually your real family's discount just went to your mother, Steve thought to himself, smiling as he remembered claiming Veronica's mother Sophia in their family's apartment two days earlier, when no one else was at home. Steve recalled the gasps and moans of the heavily pregnant Sophia as he took her on her marital bed and buried another load of seed into the beautiful Latina wife and mother. Ten minutes later Sophia's daughter Veronica, herself freshly inseminated, hobbled out the door up to her family's apartment. Around two o'clock the next day, Steve rode the elevator up to Carlo and Fatima's apartment. Steve had planned to stop the impending arrangement with Fatima before it started. There was no way he wanted to end up at the bottom of the nearby lake by crossing Carlo. Finally ringing the bell at their door, Steve was practicing what to say to the exotic beauty. Shit, normally I'm trying to think of what to say to the woman to get in her pants. Not out of them, he thought. The apartment door opened a slight crack, just as it had the other day, and Steve noticed a large, luminous eye with beautiful long lashes peering out at him. Fatima smiled a lazy, Cheshire smile and closed the door. Steve heard the chain latch being undone before the door squeaked open again, and Fatima's slender arm reached out and grabbed his shirt, just as she had in the mail room. Carlo's wife gently pulled Steve into her apartment and shut the door behind them, where, Steve noticed, she redid the chain latch. In case husband comes home early. She smiled. We have warning and can make us all straight up. Steve was about to start into the excuse he had concocted, but the sight of Fatima took his breath away. Gone was the tight t-shirt. Fatima stood before him in her full belly dancer regalia. Only then did Steve become aware of the quiet tones of belly dancing music coming from a small speaker in the family room. Fatima had her gold hair band on, causing her ample dark, frizzy locks to cascade down her supple back. A tight, sheer and slightly purple strapless bra with ornate tassels strained to hold in her heavy breasts, but did little to hide the dark aureole or pert nipples jutting forward. Exposed skin forced Steve's gaze down lower and his eyes caressed Fatima's slender, hourglass waist, past her toned bare belly. A sparkling, short length of gold chain dangled from her navel piercing. Encasing her from the hips down were a pair of long soft sheer pants, baggy and the same color as her brow. Sexy bare feet with red-painted nails peeked out from under the woman's loose but see-through pants. Ah, uh, huh? Steve stammered helplessly. Fatima was a stunningly beautiful woman, made more so by the coy glance she shot him as his eyes devoured her. She knew exactly what kind of effect an outfit like this had on men. You, uh, you said you taught belly dancing? He mumbled. Fatima said nothing, but maintained a level stare into Steve's eyes. Then, slowly, in perfect rhythm with the hypnotic, low music, she stated to pivot her hips up and down, from side to side. Now, uh, listen, um, Fatima. Steve almost shouted, having temporarily forgot the seductress's name. 
Um, I came to say, I can't really, uh, have this arrangement with you. You see, um, I'm a little too busy now, and I... Steve's words trailed off as Fatima started a mesmerizing movement with her arms, circling them above her head in time with the lilting of her hips. That is, I mean... Steve tried, but failed. His mouth hung open as Fatima started slowly to move around the hallway, then into the family room, gently stepping in time to the music, her enticing curves moving this way and that, playing a symphony that only Steve's eyes could hear. Sometimes when I do this for husband... Fatima murmured, her body starting to shake and jolt in nearly impossible ways. Carlo gets so hot he cannot wait until I finish my dance. The woman's hips started to jump and writhe as if they were disconnected from her spine. He grabs me and fucks me, so hard the neighbors complain about noise. Steve's resolve failed. There was no way he could tell this stunning beauty he was going to leave her to her fate with Carlo. I, uh, I guess we could. He stammered. Only if there's really no other way. In response, Fatima, never missing a step in her seductive undulations, grabbed Steve by the lapels of his shirt and, dancing, moved him over to the sofa bed, which was open to its bed position. It seemed the couple slept on this. With a playful shove, Fatima knocked her landlord backwards and Steve ended up on his back, never taking his eyes off the beauty. Fatima's body was mimicking the letter, S, over and over, in time with the music. I haven't done this for anyone other than husband. I haven't done, this, with anyone other than husband. Um, well, we don't have to. Steve began, but was cut off as Fatima darted forward to grab the cuffs of his pant legs. Giving them repeated tugs, the married woman eventually got them off, Steve's underwear tagging along with them for the ride. Now naked from the waist down, Steve hungrily drank in the sight of Fatima as she stood at the foot of her marital bed. Still undulating her hips in time with the soft beat of the music, she casually reached both hands behind her waist, her lopsided grin pinning Steve to the bed. With a flourish, her hands seemed to unlatch something and Fatima raised her arms high again, gently wheeling them in the air. As her hips bucked and swayed side to side, her baggy, sheer pants started to inch downwards, little by little, slowly dropping as they gently clung to her shapely legs. Steve stared as the slowly lowering pants, bit by bit, revealed a soft, Small and dark triangle of curling hair nestled far below the woman's twisting navel. As her pants completed their journey to the floor, Fatima gently brought one knee up on the bed, followed by the other, and still moving in her hypnotic rhythm, crept forward to straddle her landlord, positioning herself above him. Steve let the enticing music, the spicy scent of the apartment, and the swaying of Fatima's many body parts hold him in thrall as she again darted her arms forward to clutch at the base of Steve's shirt. Keeping time with the low music, Fatima tugged Steve's shirt up over his head and stripped him of it, carelessly dropping it to the side as she closed her eyes and swayed in dance, straddling her now-naked landlord. Upon opening her eyes and glancing down to the space that separated their bodies, Fatima made a slight frown and, sked, when she saw that Steve's cock, although he was clearly mesmerized, was not yet fully erect. She looked into Steve's eyes with her sexy frown, gently shook her head, and murmured, No. And no? Steve asked wondering where the woman was going with this. No good for, finishing bargain. Fatima chastised him. She put back on the coy grin, winked once at Steve, then lowered her head towards his hips. Fatima's long, frizzy locks cascaded down to hide her face, cutting off Steve's view of the woman. Suddenly, a hot tightness clamped down over Steve's shaft as the woman gripped him in her mouth, and she began to bob. Amid the cloying smell of spices, Fatima's floral perfume— and the musky scent of her body's juices, 
Steve's pole snapped to attention faster than he could ever remember. His senses were screaming at him, inject this woman with your seed. A hot wet grip encompassed Steve's shaft, as Fatima continued to bob her head up and down, her long, frizzy hair fanning out over her landlord's hips and waist. From her position at Steve's waist, Fatima ran a hand through her hair, pushing it back behind her. Steve gazed down to see the woman's large, luminous eyes staring back at him, her pert lips creating a vacuum suction around his shaft, her head bobbing in time to the music, accompanied by the occasional gulping from her throat. Steve ran his own hands through the woman's thick tresses, gently holding the sides of her head as his member probed the back reaches of her tight, wet throat. The writhing woman lazily hummed into Steve's cock, another coy grin pulling up the corners of her very occupied mouth. Continuing her lazy, rhythmic bobbing, Steve could feel Fatima's rough tongue caress the head of his cock, and the soft, constricting folds of flesh gripping it just beyond. Holy shit, he thought, helpless under the woman's ministrations, much more of this and I'm gonna blow a load down her gullet. As if reading the prostrate man's thoughts, Fatima popped off his pole and reared up, smiling down at him. Planting the palms of her hands on Steve's chest to hold him down, the belly dancer crept forward on her knees, positioning herself right above his hips. Hovering just over Steve's erect shaft, the woman looked up at the wall behind Steve and again began her belly dance, her hips gently juking side to side. With each passing sway, the woman's dark nether lips brushed the tip of Steve's shaft, smearing them with her musky wetness. H. Holy shit, Steve realized she's trying to. Before he could finish the thought, Fatima had swayed her hips back over Steve's tip. She had used her belly dance and highly sensitive pink folds to mark the exact location of Steve's throbbing member. Her hips snapped to a standstill, capturing Steve's pulsing tip between dark coral folds, and then, resuming their rhythmic movement, only this time swaying front to back, the dancer gently, slowly, lowered herself down on Steve's hips. Huh! Steve gasped as the nerve endings on his cock sprang to life with the feeling of the warm lips kissing his belly, and the tight, wet heat that had engulfed him. As Fatima impaled herself on Steve, he bottomed out, probing far into the woman's midsection. The pert little jolts of her hips caused Steve's tip to kiss at her cervical gap, perched deep in the woman's belly. Fatima slowly straightened up, straddling her landlord and gracefully arched her back. Tilting her head back so her lustrous brown locks swung down behind her, she slowly ran her fingers back through her hair, stopping them when her hands linked behind her head. In this position, her shoulders and elbows pulled back, her ample breasts jet forward, the tassels of her strapless bra dangled down over the prone man's face. Closing her eyes, she began to writhe her shoulders back and forth, causing the tassels to swing hypnotically, and the encased bounty of her bra to sway in time to the music running through Fatima's mind. As the swaying tempo slithered through her body, her hips continued to slowly, rhythmically undulate back and forth. The hot, wet electricity of the entrancing beauty above him fired the entire nerve cluster running along Steve's shaft. Mmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmm
smiling down and swirling her hips. Steve lolled his head back as a strong, wet heat seemed to engulf the head of his shaft and leak out of the woman. The heaving seductress repeatedly sank herself down on him, forcing her body to gobble Steve's whole cock. Each time he bottomed out inside her, Steve felt his shaft push aside soft folds of flesh deep within the belly dancer. Each time Fatima sunk down hard on her landlord, she gasped a mewling, MMMMHH, and with eyes shut, lolled her own head back. Her long, frizzy locks brushed Steve's thighs in rhythm with the swaying, pumping female pinning him down. Maintaining the pace of her riding, Fatima crossed her arms and gripped the snug, strapless bra that still held the bounty of her breasts prisoner. Seductively pulling it up and off over her head, she casually tossed the garment to the floor. Supple globes bounced across Fatima's chest, rippling with the rhythm of her exotic movements. We share this secret. We share our bodies. We share our fates. The gasping wife panted out. As her hips lolled back and forth, her nether lips kissing Steve's groin over and over, she firmly pressed down on Steve's shoulders, pinning the man to Carlo's place in the marital bed. Fatima gently lowered her upper body down towards Steve's, never breaking the teasing pace of her riding. Her large, luminous eyes bored into Steve's own gaze, holding him like a bird frozen by a cobra. Steve assumed the panting woman was moving in for a kiss, but just before their lips met, the exotic beauty winked and darted her head down lower, into Steve's neck. He felt the soft tresses of the married woman's frizzy hair smothering him like a blanket. Ouch! Steve gasped as he felt Fatima's sharp teeth sink into the skin around his collarbone. He felt a small trickle of blood, and the beauty's torso reared back upright, her long hair flipping back behind her. She slowly licked her lips as she resumed the hypnotic pace of her hips. What? What was that? Steve gasped at her. You're a vampire or something? He gave her a lopsided grin, not bothered too much by her vigor. Our agreement, baby. Fatima whispered, her hips pulling Steve's member deep into her as she balanced herself with her hands on his chest. Now I've marked you, baby. You, you marked me, too. She moaned, leaning down once again into his writhing embrace, lowering the heavy bounty of her breasts into his face. Steve started to feel smothered by the firm orbs of flesh that hugged his face. He started to lose himself in the rich, hot electricity of his shaft boring over and over deeply into the warm, wet ripples that were undulating around him. She wants to play that game, eh? Steve thought. His mouth found a willing fold of slick breast, and his teeth obligingly closed down upon it. Uh-huh-ya! The adulteress squealed, arching her back up straight again, after Steve had marked Carlo's wife. Fatima continued her undulating dance on Steve's lap, feeling the hot, hard bar of his manhood lance deeply into her over and over. You're, you're on the pill or something, right? Steve whispered up at the rocking belly dancer gyrating on his waist. I'm not wearing a sheath here. Nah. The gorgeous woman moaned, shaking her head. And no, baby, no, it's okay, you can, you should, just go off inside me, do it, baby. I could knock you up. Steve shook his head. I, I don't care whose baby I bear, I just need this whole thing kept quiet. I need my powder dream. This arrangement is guaranteed for that, if it blows open, my husband's associates will not be gentle. So, she gave a lopsided grin coyly. Better keep fucking me, boss. Steve thought about Fatima's thug of a husband raising his child without ever knowing that the child wasn't his. He imagined planting a baby into the gorgeous belly dancer and seeing her grow large with his get as he took the woman behind Carlo's back over the coming months. His imagination, the feeling of the hot, moist suction around his shaft, the sounds of the heaving woman panting above him, 
and the spicy smell of her running juices led Steve to the point of no return. He grasped Fatima's narrow waist more firmly as she rode him, enjoying the pulsing view of her taut belly, her navel dancing over him. As he stiffened even more approaching a thundering climax, Fatima, feeling the swelling of the bar planted deeply in her, looked intently onto his eyes, as if grafting a part of herself to his soul. Still pumping through her riding on top of him, she leaned forward, pressed her warm hands down on Steve's heaving chest and gazed onto his being, murmuring hypnotically, Anoint me! Give yourself up! Give yourself up to my protection! Give yourself up to me! Give yourself up inside of me! Fatima's hips swirled on Steve's own with each cooing statement her warm, wet nether lips kissed Steve's belly over and over, reluctantly. Steve allowed himself to be led by Fatima's murmured words. A tingle in his groin and hips presaged a churning pulsation, as his body collected a massive payload of seminal fluid. Steve envisioned the tight fallopian tubes tucked deeply away in the woman's belly, mere inches from his throbbing, and opening shaft. H-H-A-R-G-G-H-H-H Steve yelled as he gave up his own bounty, while deeply buried in the swaying woman. He felt a physical force erupt from his loins, fountaining up hard into the squiggling figure atop him. Involuntarily, under the control of the deepest urges of his body, he bucked his hips up powerfully, as Fatima gasped, grinned and pressed her own hips down into his thrust, pinning her landlord between the soft folds of her womanhood, between herself and the soft pillows of her marital bed, between her addiction and his duty. Steve's liquid life exploded into her warm wetness, joining the heaving bodies together as one, reluctantly anointing their bargain. Feeling Steve's girth swell and pulse within the deepest reaches of her most sensitive area, combined with the feeling of his hot, wet gush filling her insides was too much for the writhing woman. She felt her own release begin to course through her. She arched her back, looked up at the ceiling and, her arms thrashing in circular motions above her head like a belly dance move, she came, and came hard. H-A-A-A-H-A, she cried, her body's muscles seizing up like stone as the pulsing waves of heat cascaded up her midsection and down through her legs. Strong dancers' legs clamped tight into Steve's sides as the adulteress shook in the throes of her release. Warm juices from Fatima's body gushed around Steve's shaft and trickled across his waist. Uff, Steve thought, the vice-like grip of Fatima's legs threatening to squeeze him into jelly. Holy shit, she's fucking strong. Oh, Fatima trailed balancing herself with her hands, gently pressing on Steve's chest, her own writhing bucking beginning to slow in its pace, trailing off into short, quick pumps that sucked the last vestiges of her lover's semen from deep inside him. The thick, viscous load began to seep into all of the writhing woman's crevasses. Steve felt his balls, and his very will to resist the undulating temptress completely deflate, as he groaned his helpless release up to her. Yuh! He trailed off, accompanied by the last shots of his load. Oh God, I, I totally emptied myself there. That's it, baby. Fatima purred, sitting back on Steve's midsection. You really filled me up, mmmmm, very sexy. I guess, I guess your cute little ass is mine, now. She trailed off, sweeping a leg back to dismount her tamed steed and lying down beside him. Her tight dancer's body began hungrily absorbing Steve's heavy load of white-hot semen. Em, sleepy now. She drawled. Oh God, honey. Steve groaned, rubbing his hand up and down the inseminated woman's firm belly. We, we are good, baby, deal sealed. Fatima purred, her eyes drifting closed. Thank you for my rent discount. I'll drop by your place on Thursday. Get my money and have another dance. She trailed off, sinking into a nap. After getting dressed, Steve let himself out of the apartment, 
Why the fuck do I feel like I'm walking a tightrope? Steve thought to himself. Steve rode the elevator down to the ground floor and moved towards his apartment near the building's entrance. Before he got there, he noticed Carlo entering the building. Passing by the glaring drug dealer, Steve gave a small smile as Carlo growled. Hey Steve, you didn't spill any of my sugar today, did you? He asked with a smirk. Heh heh, no man, it's all good, is what Steve replied. But as he returned to his apartment, what he thought was, the only thing I spilled today was my seed deep inside your wife. She's lying down up there right now with my swimmers exploring her womb, and I'll be balls deep inside her again on Thursday, next time you go on one of your little jaunts, asshole. Chapter 9 Whoa! Well, Jiaoli gasped as her landlord Steve had her propped up against the wall in her apartment. Wearing only her soft purple bathrobe, the lithe Asian coed wrapped her arms around Steve's neck and had lifted her legs to wrap them around his waist. Steve was more completely dressed, although his pants were pulled around his ankles. And huff, the landlord panted. If you want to get a little naughtier with a guy, huff, you can, you know, have him take you against a wall like this. He moaned, pumping deeply into the pretty girl. Jiaoli had hired Steve not long ago to give her private, sessions, as a sexual consultant. The young lady had wanted to get more sexual experience, and to her, Steve was a safe and convenient choice. M. The beauty cooed, her long dark hair wrapping around her neck and shoulders. I can, woof, feel you deep like this, like this, the guy can, huff, huff, prop you against the wall and push hard into you, like he's fucking the wall, mmnn. Steve grated out, between powerful thrusts. Hia. Jiaoli moaned. I'd rather you fuck me than the wall. Ah, keep, keep going right there. It's hitting, rrrnn, hitting a spot. Gah. She almost shrieked. Steve kept up his pace, partly lifting the thin woman's light frame up and down, and partly anchoring her against the wall with his chest. I'm huff huff huff, sinking so hard onto you. I'm gonna, gonna, h-a-a-i. Jiaoli closed her eyes tightly as her muscles clenched in orgasmic shudders all around the man prodding into her belly. She felt Steve's bar solidly deep inside her, triggering a soft spot that had caused her to open up and gush. Steve felt warm wetness soaking down along his rigid shaft as he mercilessly kept driving into the college student, seeking his own release. The helpless groaning that Jiali surrendered into his ear was bringing him to his own climax. As Jiali relaxed in post-orgasmic bliss, her legs came down to either side of Steve, causing her tight wetness to shift in a new way along his turgid cock. Its sensitive head was massaged in a way that made him feel so deep in the woman that he was skewering her cervix. Hot, pulsing energy built up in his groin, surprising Steve with its immediate need to jet forth. With a growling grunt, Steve heaved his hips tightly up into the woman and let go. You are he grated, as a powerful gush of hot, white semen slammed up into Jiali's thin frame. Another strong pump, and another gush of seed filled the beauty's slick tunnel. Jiali moaned, feeling the pulsing release in her belly. As Steve's pumping slowed, Jiali rested her feet firmly on the floor and hugged her landlord close to her. Stay, stay in me for a minute, she whispered. It feels good, thanks for showing me the H.A. ins and outs of doing this, she choked. My pleasure, Han, Steve said quietly back. You're sure your, your diaphragm is in, right? Yes, Mr. Worrywart, Jiali playfully scolded him as a dollop of semen began to slide down her right thigh. No worries. Suddenly, the front door to the apartment swished open, and Jia Li's roommate Samantha walked in. Oh my god, Samantha! 
Jiaoli gasped, her and Steve's heads whipping around to look at Samantha, Jiaoli still stapled to the wall by their landlord. Shit, I'm so sorry. I thought you'd be back, like, this evening. Oh. Hi, BFF. Hi, Steve. Samantha smirked. Jiaoli's roommate, best friend and fellow co-ed was well aware of Jiaoli and Steve's. Sessions. Samantha quickly closed the door in case anyone walked by in the hallway, and locked the door behind her. Yeah, I was supposed to be back later, I'm sorry. I should have texted. The attractive brunette shook her head. Well, um, as you were then. She laughed and scooted down the hallway to her bedroom. Shit, I'm sorry, Jiali said to Steve, looking apologetically up at him. I really didn't think she'd be home. Huh, well, it's okay. No worries, kid. It's not like, you know, you're married or something, and we just got busted by your husband. Steve joked, but was just horribly confronted with the very real possibility that that would happen with one of the several wives he was having discreet, sessions, within the building. He tried to diffuse her embarrassment by saying, You know, sometimes, it's the thrill of getting caught, or almost getting caught, that can make it really spicy. In fact, a lot of people find that the spiciest. Steve slipped out of a giggling Jiali and busied himself getting dressed. Jiali had wrapped her sated hourglass body up tight in her robe and padded to her own room, quickly returning with a rolled-up wad of bills in her hand. She slipped it into Steve's hand and said in a trilling voice, Thank you, Mr. Landlord, for my lesson. What about, um, on Monday around three o'clock for my next one? I don't have classes in the afternoon then. Well, that's the day after I pump your mother full of semen in my apartment. Steve reminded himself, but said, Sure, kid. That works. Steve playfully flicked the youth's chin and left. The next day, a frantic pounding on Steve's door interrupted his watching a football game. Opening the door, he saw Andy from apartment 1302 on the third floor, a frantic look on his face. Andy was the one he had caught about a year ago, having sex with Marion Mary and her husband Dean's apartment, when Dean was at work. Mary had gotten into some trouble with gambling debts and Andy had offered to help Mary with money in exchange for sex. Steve had walked into the apartment to do some repairs but ended up filming the pair rutting on the marital bed. Chasing Andy out, Steve had begun his own sessions with Mary in exchange for a rent discount. Mary's new baby was the result of her reluctant participation in their sessions. Shit, Steve! Andy gasped. You've gotta help me. Listen, I need to talk to you. Steve let Andy in and closed the door behind them. What's up, Andy? He asked. I'm in trouble, man. Andy continued. Do you remember, um, about a year ago, uh, Mary from across the hall from me and I were, uh... Andy said awkwardly. I remember. Steve rolled his eyes. Shit, he thought. Did Andy find out somehow that I'd been doing Mary? Andy interrupted his thoughts. My wife Jen found my cell phone open, and she swiped through some old messages. She found the text I was sending to Mary to, you know, get it on with her. Well, shit. Steve commiserated, secretly relieved that he was not the one in the center of the storm. Jen's gonna divorce me. Andy almost wailed. It was just for some stupid sex. I never did it with Mary again after that one or two times you, you know, caught us on film. Ah, shit, Andy, I'm sorry to hear that. Steve lied. What do you want from me? Do you still have that video? Andy asked. Steve, you've got to erase that or, or keep it under wraps or something. Jen doesn't know who it was that I was fucking. I had blocked out the name and number. But I think she thinks that you know who it was. Why the fuck would she think that? Steve asked his panicked guest. Well, I guess when she found out, 
and we were screaming at each other. I, I might have mentioned that I thought you knew something about it, you know. I was just trying to deflect some of the heat. Shit, please, if Jen comes down here, you can't tell her anything, okay? I'll, I'll do anything. I don't want to end up divorced in the poorhouse paying alimony and shit. I want to work things out with Jen. Please, Steve, tell me you erased that video or something? Well, actually, I think I still have that footage. Steve admitted. Steve! Andy implored. Please, what if I, what if I pay you to keep it secret? Andy asked. Pay? Steve considered. Well, I don't know, um. How much were you thinking? Andy told him an amount that he was prepared to pay. Oh, I don't know, Andy. Steve shook his head, seeing an opportunity here. I, I might need an amount each month I'm going to keep that secret. Maybe you know, a little less than the amount you just said, but I think I need ongoing. Compensation. Fuck. Andy swore. Ongoing? Well, um, I guess fine. Fine, but I swear, you better not let Jen know anything. Agreed? Agreed. Steve grinned, shaking Andy's hand. After the frantic tenant left, Steve considered his new deal with the man. Shit! Steve thought. With that money coming in, plus the little stipend from Jiali, I can give Maddie, Mary and Anna a bit more financial help for the babies I put in them. This might work. Sure enough, the next day, another frantic knock brought Steve to his apartment's door. Opening it up, he was not totally surprised to see Andy's wife Jen standing there, looking angry and flustered. Oh, Steve thought. Looks like she and Andy have been fighting. Steve, Jen said angrily, you know why I'm here. I need to talk to you. Let me in. With that, the irate wife stalked past him into his apartment. Her long bouncy brown hair was bound up in a ponytail, and her tight, feminine body was wrapped in a white t-shirt and tan shorts, which left her supple, curvy legs visible as they wound down into summer sandals. Ah, come in, Steve said, rolling his eyes. Steve and his guests sat on the sofa in his family room and Jen, wasting no time, started in on her problem. So obviously you know what the problem is. I know Andy probably came to talk to you. You know something about how that bastard cheated on me. What do you know? Who was he fucking? Uh, Jen, look. Steve started cautiously. This isn't really my business to get into, okay? Look, I agree with you totally. Your husband was a dick. You should of course get some payback. But, um... I don't want to influence you on this, and, uh, I'm not at liberty to say any other people's names here. Um, there are, uh, other factors involved. I'm sorry. Jen looked down sorrowfully. I, I know it's not your fault, or your problem, or, or. Seeing that the woman might be on the verge of tears, Steve wanted to help her get back at her husband. Well, look, Jen, if you really want to get some payback. He began. Yeah? Jen looked at Steve hopefully. Yeah, yes I do. What? Well, Steve continued, there is this little, ah, program, see, program. Jen prompted him, well, you might not be interested, and, uh, if you're not, that's totally okay, just don't, uh, get mad or anything. Steve smiled at her, her curiosity piqued, Jen urged him on, well, what? Out with it. I do, I do want to get him back, uh, Steve explained. Well, I can find it in me to, uh, discount your rent for you each month if, ah, have you ever heard the term? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. You mean, since Andy fucked around on me, I fuck around on him? Jen asked. Well, think of it like a fun little arrangement. Steve encouraged. I could discount your rent each month, oh. He whispered an amount in Jen's ear. 
and for that, you get payback on your husband. We meet up, maybe a time or two a week, you know, have a little adult playtime. What do you think? Steve could see the wheels turning in Jen's mind. A part of Jen's brain lit up at the idea. Steve would pay me, she thought. He would basically pay me to be getting payback on my husband. I could fuck him a time or two a week, and get money for it. My bastard husband would never know. And maybe. Jen started. Maybe this would work. But Steve, I, I really don't think that deep down, I want to divorce Andy. I think, I think we'll make it work, but I just want to put him in his place, you know? Make him pay, so he knows he can't just fuck around behind my back and I'll just take it or something. So, you're not looking for anything, serious, are you? Oh hell no. Steve assured her. This would just be, you know, something fun, just between us, and you'd get some cash to boot. Actually, Steve thought to himself, you'd be getting some of your own husband's cash. Cash for booty, you mean? Jen smiled. That might actually work. Yeah, I'm sure not telling Andy this right away, but I think, I think I want to stay with him. In fact, I've been thinking about talking with him about having a baby. I think that would do a lot to bring us closer together, you know? Sure, um, great. Steve said, but thought, whoa, having a baby with someone you're that pissed at? Not a good way to cement a relationship. The two left Steve's apartment, and Steve went with Jen up the elevator to the third floor. He wanted to check on an ongoing problem with the floor's ventilation. As the pair stopped at Jen and Andy's apartment door, Jen looked coyly at Steve. I've locked Andy out of the apartment, Jen said. I took his key and he's at his brother's for a few days. I... I still think I want to go ahead with your rent arrangement though. Let's see, what about um, we start tomorrow? She asked with a playful look. Tomorrow and Missy? Steve returned the playful look. He quickly reviewed his day tomorrow. He had a session set with Anna for the afternoon the day after tomorrow, while her husband Victor was working, and another that evening with Sophia before she went to bed with her husband Francisco. Tomorrow works, milady, he said. Um, this is so cliche it hurts, but your place or mine? He smirked. Look. Jen teased. I'll bet you were a real hunk in college with lines like that. Um, I think I'll be more comfortable in Andy's in my place. No one will be here, so Andy won't figure it out or anything. As the two were talking, Andy and Jen's across the hall neighbor Mary stepped off the elevator, pushing her baby carriage. Oh shit. Steve thought. This is awkward. Mary pushing the baby I planted in her behind her husband's back past Jen and me here. As Mary quietly approached, Jen didn't seem to notice her, since her back was to the elevators. And if I ever figure out who the whore was that my husband was fucking, I'll kill her too. Jen said vehemently. Mary's eyes shot wide open, overhearing Jen and knowing exactly who had been fucking her husband. Mary flashed a panicked look at Steve, thinking that Steve might reveal her very short affair with Andy. But Steve caught her eye and discreetly shook his head. As Mary jangled the keys to her and Dean's apartment, Jen finally noticed her and said, Oh, hey, Mary, hey. Mary replied, then turned to Steve. Oh, uh, Steve, don't forget you have to, uh, fix the pipes in my kitchen. Is now a good time? Pipes? Steve thought. Her husband Dean never mentioned broken pipes. Maybe, then he realized that Mary wanted to talk privately with him. He hadn't had a session with Mary for a few weeks, since their baby was born, but the woman needed a month and a half or two away from sex to recover. Um, yeah, yeah, Mary, I'll take a look at those pipes. Steve smiled, then said to Jen, Uh, okay then? I'll talk to you tomorrow. Fine. Jen mumbled, 
retreating into her apartment. Point fifteen minutes later, Steve was sitting on Mary and Dean's sofa while their baby slept in its bedroom. Steve's head had lolled back on the sofa and he groaned a deep, Yuh, squelch, squelch, squelch. Noises filled the family room as the baby's mother bobbed her head in Steve's lap. Steve's lipstick-smeared shaft was buried in Mary's throat as she took his whole shaft into her face. Powerful, hot suction had engorged his cock and Steve lazily ran his hands through the pretty woman's long blonde hair. As she bobbed, she kept running her hot, moist tongue up and down over the mushroom-shaped head of Steve's cock. Her tongue and the insides of her cheeks played against Steve's sensitive nerve endings, drawing him near to an impending climax. I'm a... Steve grated. I'm there! And with that, he clutched Mary's head and pushed his hips up, prodding his shaft deeply into the married mother's gullet. Hot electricity flashed through his hips as a soft explosion filled his mind, filled his midsection, and filled Mary's mouth. Semen fountained up into Mary's throat, and the desperate woman had to clamp her lips down tightly on Steve's cock to avoid spilling his seed all over her and her husband's sofa. The audible squelching noises were replaced by the sounds of hard gulping as Mary tried desperately to get rid of any evidence of her ongoing infidelity. Finally, the watery-eyed blonde popped off Steve and raised her face up to look at him, wretchedly moaning a deep, you herself at her hasty meal. Ugh, shit, honey, you're getting so good at that. Steve murmured. I told you, asshole, don't call me. Honey. And you'd better have my rent discount. Mary growled at Steve. Although she desperately wanted the rent kickback to pay for her online gambling habit, she treated Steve's arrangement like blackmail, although she was free to stop it at any time. Okay, okay, Steve soothed. Listen, I told you, I haven't said anything to Jen about you and Andy last year. Steve slowly pulled his wallet out and peeled out a few large bills, passing them over to Mary. You'd fucking better not, Mary asserted, fanning the bills out and counting them. That was only, like, two times anyway and Andy is a dick. You're both dicks, she scowled. Um, if, if I want some more rent money back, can I come to your place on, um, Thursday? I can, I can still use my mouth until I'm, you know, recovered. She frowned cutely. Uh, fine, Thursday it is, Steve grinned. So two things then, Mary snipped. One, Jen. You'd better not fucking say anything. I don't want to get in the middle of whatever shit they're going though and I don't need Dean finding anything out along the way, you got that? And two, you'd better get the fuck out of here. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, Dean could be home any time, so unless you want us to get caught, I just needed to make sure you didn't spill anything to that bitch across the hall. Fuck her, calling me a whore. Well, um, she doesn't know it was, you know, you who. Steve began. Shut up. Mary stopped him. Zip up and get out. Five minutes later, Steve was riding the elevator back down to his own apartment. Around two o'clock the next day, Steve was ringing the bell of Jen and Andy's apartment. Jen squeaked the door open and grinned when she saw Steve. Oh, hey there, Mr. Landlord. I suppose you can come in. She said sassily. Steve entered and locked the door behind him. Well, I didn't bring a bottle of wine or anything since this isn't romantic. He joked. He was pleased to see that Jen went to some effort to look good for him, though. Her long, wavy brown hair was pulled back in a high ponytail and her light makeup accentuated her pretty features. Her slim hourglass body was hugged by a white t-shirt that strained to hold in her large, pert breasts. Her long, supple legs flowed down from a tight pair of denim short shorts to a pair of sexy high heels. Um, Jen began shyly. Where do we, uh, start? 
I've never done this kind of thing before. Not sex, I mean, of course. She fumbled. I mean, you know, the cheating. Hmm, decisions, decisions. Steve smiled. What about we just lie down comfy like on the bed in the master bedroom? You said no one is here today, right? Oh, very naughty of you, sir. Jen smirked. The marital bed, huh? Mmm, okay, very naughty, but very sexy too. The pair made their way into the bedroom and Steve lounged on the queen-sized bed. Jen slid the bedroom's sliding door to the balcony open to let the screen door admit a fresh breeze. Oh, before I forget, Steve said. He pulled out his wallet and removed a paper-clipped fold of bills, passing it over to the married woman whose bed he was about to share. Ah, my rent kickback. Jen giggled. Is it rude to count it now, or should I wait until after you've gone? Count away, madam. Steve grinned. Jen fanned the bills out, and her eyes popped open. This, this is a little more than we said. Well, I thought, for our first session, why not? Steve said quietly, but thought, well, it's no big deal, since I'm using part of her husband's hush fund to pay his wife to fuck me. Tucking the bills away, Jen slowly sat on the bed beside Steve and drew her legs up on the mattress. Hmm, so do we, just, you know, start. Whenever you like, Steve urged. What would you like first? We can, you know, mix things up as we go. Jen thought about it for a moment. I think I could get more into it if. She trailed off, looking shy. If. Steve asked cautiously. If I, you know, maybe, take you in my mouth first? Jen said in a low voice. It might help me, um, get into the swing of it here. Sure, babe, I get it, no worries. Steve smiled reassuringly. Do you want to, uh, you know, unwrap me or should I? Oh. Jen lit up with a playful smile of her own. Is this like a Christmas present? I get to unwrap some payback on my husband? Ha, unwrap away. Steve said, laying back down. If Jen strips me, that might get her more reconciled to getting fucked by another guy, he thought. Steve quickly peeled his socks off, but then slowly, Jen unbuckled his belt, drawing it out of his jeans. She coyly slapped the end of his belt across his waist before dropping it on the floor. Next, her hands moved to Steve's jeans, where Jen undid the button and very slowly undid the zipper. She gave Steve a smoky look as she slid the zipper down. Needing more leverage, Jen suddenly flipped her leg over Steve, straddling him up on her knees, so she could draw his jeans down. Steve worked his legs back and forth to help shed the garment, which joined the belt on the floor. Biting her lower lip, Andy's wife grasped the base of Steve's t-shirt and pulled it up over his head, Steve rising his shoulders up a little to help her. Clad now only in his boxers, Steve smiled up at Jen and said, Now it's your turn. He grasped around the woman's tight waist and lowered his hands to her shorts, where he similarly undid the button and started to slide the shorts off his new prize. Smiling, Jen twisted around to sit beside him as he drew the shorts off her. Steve casually dropped her shorts on top of his pants on the floor, then ran his fingers up the woman's taut stomach. Giggling with the touch, Jen grinned as Steve lifted his hands up her midsection, lifting the shirt over her firm orbs, then popping it over her head. Jen's ponytail swished playfully as the shirt left her body. Well-rounded breasts jiggled as Jen shifted on the bed. She wasn't wearing a bra. I thought a bra might get in the way, she said lazily. Hmm, Steve said softly. No bra is great, Han, but the heels, they can stay on. And with that, Steve ran his fingers downwards on Jen's body, softly tracing the sides of her breasts, running down her stomach to her panties. Steve hooked his fingers into the waistband of Jen's underwear and carefully drew them down. 
Jen hiked her butt up off the bed for the moment it took for her panties to make the turn. Steve pulled them off her, and they joined the other clothing on the floor. Like what you see? Jen asked shyly. She glanced at Steve, looking for approval. Jen lay back on her marital bed clad only in her stilettos and slid her right knee up her left leg. Steve enjoyed the view of the woman's tight hourglass body, lithe curves and supple legs leading up to a super-hot, shaved pubic area. Ah, you, shave, milady. Steve grinned. Um, I do, did. For Andy. Jen shyly murmured. I might stop, unless you want me to keep doing it for these, you know, sessions. Hmm. Steve faked a thoughtful look. Well, maybe we'll make it a term of the arrangement. That would be great. Steve said, getting more eager to take Andy's wife. Jen smiled and straddled her landlord once again, grabbing his boxers and hastily yanked them off him. Jen gazed down at Steve's cock and smiled. Hmm. This will be nice. She dropped down on Steve, laying across his body with her head poised at his waist. Holy shit, I've never, uh, never had another guy in my mouth except for Andy. She said softly, confronted with the moment of no return, after which she would officially have cheated on her husband. Take your time, Han, just have fun, do whatever you like, and, um, try not to think about how your husband fucked around on you. Steve said, knowing what effect the words would have on Jen. Jen frowned at the memory and then, with renewed conviction, cradled Steve's cock in her right hand. She gently lowered her head into his lap and opened her mouth. Warm wetness engulfed Steve as Jen pulled him into her mouth. The woman worked up some spit and licked it around Steve's rapidly firming member. Steve lolled his head back on Andy's pillow and moaned a soft, Nim, as Jen began to bob her head up and down. Finding a comfortable rhythm, Jen gently pulled Steve's foreskin back with her teeth and increased the suction, slurping away on his now rigid pole and twisting her head about to caress the tip with the insides of her cheeks. H-h-h-m-m-m-m-n-n-n-n-n. She vibrated with her mouth and throat, warming up to the playful session. She alternated between twisting her head around, a series of short staccato bobs with her head, and holding her head still while running her tongue up and down the hard bar in her mouth. Holy shit, Jen thought, I've got another guy's cock in my mouth. Andy would lose his shit. Bastard, I'm going to go for this. After a few minutes of heartfelt effort on Jen's part, Steve thought he'd blow in her mouth if they didn't take things to the next level. He gently held Jen's head, then lifted it off his shaft. Jen emerged with a soft popping noise and looked up. How, how was that? She gasped, not sure of her skills. Oh my god, honey, that was amazing. You're so amazing. Steve encouraged. He carefully drew the naked woman up, then flipped her over on the bed, moving to mount her. He slid his body over Jen's as she dutifully spread her legs, and Steve propped himself up on his elbows, but not before his chest grazed the pert nipples on the woman's tight, large breasts. Brushing her nipples with his body caused Jen's legs to quiver a little, and she opened them wider, bending her knees, lifting the moist opening to her body up to get ready to accept a new lover. Jen reached over to a bedside stand and deftly opened the drawer. Reaching in and not finding what she was feeling for, she flopped her head down on the pillow in frustration. Ugh, shit. She mumbled. What's wrong, Han? Steve said, running his right hand up and down Jen's supple curves. The fucking condoms are gone. Sometimes Andy and I use them, I'm not on the pill, but we weren't planning on having kids, I forgot we ran out just before I threw him out. Ah, shit, Steve said quietly, hoping this didn't mean an early end to his latest rent arrangement. You, you want to come in here, don't you? Jen purred, running her hand up and down the soft lips between her legs. You want to fill this up with you, don't you? 
Her hand movements had fired up her juices, and she began to get slick. Not wanting to put a damper on their new arrangement either, the soon-to-be adulteress came up with a plan. Um, you can come on my face, I guess, Jen said, biting her lip. Cause I'm not on the pill. Oh, this is so bad, but I guess you can come on my face. Guys like that, right? It's like some kind of dominance or ownership thing, right? Like marking your territory? Jen asked. I rarely ever let Andy do that to me, but he always asks. He would go ape shit if he knew another guy was spraying my face. No one else is here, so I have lots of time to clean up. Hmm, that might work, honey. Steve said softly, and ran the tip of his still firm shaft up and down the slicked entrance to Jen's body. Steve loved this moment, just before claiming a new woman in his rent program. Having a pretty wife lying naked on her back, looking up lustily at him, giving him the okay to slide himself into her body, was enough to get him so eager to drive into the woman. He carefully laid down over top of Andy's wife and moved his hips into position. Steve moved cautiously since it was Jen's first time with another man, and despite her desire to get payback on her husband, she was obviously a little hesitant about actually fucking another guy. As the bulbous tip of his shaft pierced the slippery coral folds of Jen's softest place, she closed her eyes, lolled her head back and moaned. Um, um. Steve liked that Jen was trying to enjoy all this. He curled his hips slowly into her, and his rigid shaft burrowed deeper into the married woman. Oh God, honey, you, you feel so good. He whispered. Uff, Jen panted. You damn bet I do, I, I work out. Oha. She ended with a tiny squeal as Steve bottomed out prodding hard at the last, burying himself totally between Jen's hips. The tip of his member kissed up against a tight, hard spot inside the woman, and by Jen's reaction, Steve guessed it might be near her cervix. Slowing down to help make his newest conquest more comfortable, he began a soft, rhythmic pumping, flexing his cock as his did, to try to massage different places in the married woman's slick canal. Oh, hey Jen gasped, throwing one arm around Steve's neck to stabilize her upper body. I'm, I'm fucking another guy. Her head and shoulders began to shift up and down the sheets with the increasing strength of her landlord's pumping. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Jen thought to herself. I'm, I'm fucking another man. Payback's a bitch, you fucker, she thought, bringing her husband to mind. The pair gasped away, exploring each other's bodies and sinking into the cadence of a good, pent-up rutting. And ha ha, Jen panted. What kind of asshole are you? fucking a married woman. Steve glanced at Jen's face, a bit shocked at her sudden, sassy turn. A slight smile played at the corners of her mouth though, giving away the woman's sarcasm. Well, if huff, huff, if that married woman didn't want another man fucking her senseless, she shouldn't have asked for it. Steve grinned while panting away into the woman, playing along. Sue, uff, senseless, eh? Jen almost rolled her eyes. Don't, A-H-H, uff, flatter yourself too much, Mr. Cheater. I'm, uff, I'm not actually the married one, Miss Cheater, huff. Steve grunted, smiling wider. The tip of his shaft was prodding hard and deep into Jen's belly, and seemed to connect with a hot, wet, sensitive spot deep inside her. Oh, O-H. Jen gasped as Steve's cock ruffled a zone very deep inside her. Don't O-H-H, don't stop touching me, uff, just there. Jen panted. Jen knew full well that Steve knew who her husband had been screwing. Sensing that she had her landlord in a blissful state, she went fishing for the information she wanted. So, huff, 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 you're not, uff, not gonna tell me who my husband was fucking? Huff, I'd, mm, mm. 
I tell you if our positions were reversed, huff. She panted as her body rocked with the powerful rutting. Ha, huff, ha. Steve laughed. If, uff, if our positions were reversed, you'd be uf'd. Riding me. Jen smiled at his joke, wanting Steve to open up and reveal the name of Andy's. Whore. Steve started curling his hips harder into the married woman's open nether lips. Continually bottoming out, his deep probing was resulting in small gasps from Jen, and his bulbous tip was being tantalized by the wet, rippling folds deep in her sex. Jen's hot tightness made Steve want to pump into her faster, and Jen absentmindedly wrapped her legs tighter around her landlord's waist and locked her high-heel-clad feet together. I huff, I can't tell you, honey, huff, promise. He grated in time with his bucking thrust. Promise to huff, keep her secret too, she's got huff, 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 a bit of a hold on me, hon. H ha. Jen softly laughed. A, a bit of a hold on you like this? She asked playfully, clenching her vaginal muscles around her invader in a rippling massage. The sensation was driving Steve crazy. As deep and hard as he could pump into Jen, it felt like there were deeper recesses that made him want to drive the woman harder. He was getting so lost in the thought of being embedded in Andy's wife that he considered revealing Mary's name, but only for a split second. What he did say, though, was, W.L., uff, I, I think the woman he was fucking, huff, I think she's across town somewhere. Steve lied. But, huff, but she does have a new baby. What? Jen almost screamed, but still pulled Steve into her deeper and clutched him tighter with her arms and legs. He seated the whore. He knocked the whore up. He's got a kid with another woman? Instead of stopping their frantic rutting, this new knowledge caused something to snap inside the woman, and she doubled her efforts to fuck Steve hard. It was like the admission had caused Jen to want to cheat on Andy even more. She pulled at Steve, clapping a hand on his ass cheek, trying to get him to bury himself in her even harder and deeper. W. Well. Steve panted into the wife's ear. I didn't say that, huff, 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 I.S. said she, she has a new baby. Knowing full well that it was Mary who had pushed the new baby out of her, and that he himself was the one that put it there in the first place. Bull, H-A-A. Jen wailed as Steve kept prodding into her softest spots. Bull, S-H. Shit, that, that asshole put a baby in her. Then a thought came to Jen, one that surprised her, but what Steve said had galvanized her resolve to do this. Steve grunted. I'm gonna let go soon, Han. Do, do you want to kneel up for a little face blast? I'm not wearing a sheath here. Nah, no, no. Jen groaned, clutching one arm around Steve's neck, and the opposite hand still clamped on his ass, in the throes of both her sexual passion and her anger at her husband. C-U-H, come inside me, oh, ah. You want me to, ah, inseminate you, Han? You, uh. Steve gasped, pumping himself deeply into Jen's wet and willing cavity. That. Jen gasped wrapping her legs tighter around Steve's midsection so he couldn't pull out. That bastard cheated on me. He, uh. He sprayed his seed into whatever whore he was fucking. Ah. Ah, he, oh, he in. Inseminated that whore. I want to, ah. I want to get even and get some, uh, payback. Andy can, m. Andy can raise another man's baby. I'm gasp. I'm f. Fertile right now. Just, uff. Just seed me. Steve didn't have to be ordered twice to inseminate the panting, desperate woman underneath him. He bore his weight down harder on Jen, clutching under her shoulders as he pumped harder into the warm ripples of flesh creating a wet suction around his shaft. 
Steve's arms wrapped protectively around Andy's wife as he pushed over and over into her midsection, a boiling liquid fire beginning to rise up in his groin. The feeling of shaking, electric pulses through his hips caused him to buck ferociously into Jen's pelvis, his cock seeking to burrow even deeper into her hot, moist folds. Jen's slick fluids smearing Steve's groin encouraged a frantic friction that had Steve racing to maintain his quick thrusts. The heated pumping pushed Jen's head and shoulders over and over into Andy's pillow. The cloying smell of her aqua perfume and her body's juices enveloped Steve's senses, the feeling of the woman's naked thighs gripping his waist, her pliant breasts flattened by the pressure of his chest, and her hot breath panting and gasping into his ear were sending him over the edge. He felt the impending explosion build up inside him as the nerve endings on his turgid member were tantalized by the undulating ripples deep inside the adulteress. Oh God, I'm gonna huff, 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 I'm gonna go Han, are, are you sure? Steve grated into Jen's hot ear. Just, triple A-H-H, just do it. Jen hissed. H-R-R-G-G. Steve began, as the pressure burst deep within his loins. He gripped the married woman around the top of her head as if to hold her in place for her insemination, and pulling back briefly, slid his cock as deep as he could go into her, stopping his thrust only when the lover's pubic bones collided with a quiet slap. Steve could feel the soft explosion burst inside them both and a solid bar of white-hot semen lanced up from the deepest reaches of Steve's balls and blasted forth into the slick coral envelope that had opened wide to accept the offering. Jen, feeling Steve's turgid member pulse with its release, instinctively clutched the back of his head, her fingers intertwining in his hair, her ankles locking tighter together behind her lover's back, her thighs gripping him harder, freezing the tensing form of her landlord in place while he emptied himself into the woman beneath him. Who you are? Steve roared as long. Heavy ropes of semen shot deeply into the moaning woman's belly. Every muscle in his back tensed as he rocked his hips over and over, spraying pulse after pulse of his boiling load into the molten depths of the sopping lips kissing the base of his shaft. Oh, heya. Steve let go, sagging onto Jen's body, her arms still hugging him tightly. He sank onto Jen's sweating frame, causing her to gasp a soft, yuff, as she bore his weight. Her arms and legs flopped to her sides as Steve's slick payload slid deeper into her midsection. Take, take that, you bastard, Jen whispered. It took Steve only a second to realize that Jen wasn't talking to him, but to her absent husband. You okay, Han? Steve asked a moment later. Hmm. Jen smiled up at him. That was nice. I need a bit more to, you know, ring my bell, but... Suddenly Jen was cut off as she and Steve heard a call from outside the screen door leading to the balcony. Jen, Jen, can you hear me? A male voice called up to the third floor balcony from ground level. Shit, it's my husband. Jen gasped. What's Andy doing outside? I blocked his cell phone from texting me, but he didn't even call our landline. Uh, Steve began. Em, maybe you'd better go out to the balcony and talk to him, see what he wants. Shit, shit, okay. You stay back. If he sees you here, I'll lose any high ground I have about his cheating. Just stay out of sight and I'll see what he wants. Steve slipped out of Andy's wife and then rolled off her. Jen jumped up and pulled her t-shirt over her large, round breasts before opening the screen door leading from her and Andy's bedroom to their balcony. She clicked over to the railing, still in her heels. No one could see her nakedness from the waist down through the balcony's solid panel sides, so she didn't bother with her panties or skirt. She leaned over the balcony's railing and saw her husband, standing on the ground below their balcony. Andy looked worried sick. Two. To talk, you'd better clear out of here. 
she urged. Okay, hon, are you okay? Steve asked her. Are you still okay with our sessions? Um, yeah, yes, Jen said definitively. Andy and I may work things out, but I meant what I said. He impregnated some whore. A fitting payback is if he raises another man's baby. I'll, I'll keep using condoms with Andy until I know I'm pregnant, then we'll stop with the condoms. Andy will think it's his. Okay, hon, that's all cool. Steve smiled, pulling his clothes on. Jen had grabbed a tissue from the bedside table and began to wipe her leg. Oh my god, you buried two loads in me. Jen squawked as Steve finished with his clothes. Are you gonna knock me up? She smiled impishly. Hey, well, we'll see, hon. Steve chuckled. What about, um, Wednesday for our next session? My place. Jen nodded enthusiastically and finished dressing. Steve quickly let himself out of their apartment and left the woman with heavy dollops of his swimmers burrowing into her belly. Back on the ground floor, Steve made his way to his own apartment and passed the frantic Andy, coming in on his way to the elevators. Shit, Steve, thank you so much for not telling Jen about me and Mary. I think me and Jen are going to make it work. Thank you so much, for everything. Don't worry, I'll keep the payments coming. Ah, no problem, you're welcome. Steve mumbled, walking past Andy. But what he thought was, thanks for everything. Well, I might have just pumped a baby into your wife's belly. You're welcome for that too. If not, maybe I'll seed her on Wednesday when I'll be paying her your money to be putting her on her back in my apartment. The End